make it a double I can take it another get so hard to chase it live up to yeah it slides away when you're running like my uncle David who never lived to escape it the trouble you were about to cave in give up to talking in your basement we decided we rolling Picture me rolling. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not even gonna try to sing. We almost got Peter's wish with me singing the intro. Hey everybody, <laughs> this, yeah, this is not that great. I am Tommy Brogan. Coming in with another baseball podcast for you. I'm sitting here with Matt Fox and Peter Longo. How you doing, boys? Shalom. What's up, Thomas? So, so we are I'm not gonna we're about three weeks late with this episode. We wanted yeah. to do this three weeks ago. We wanted to do it every day since the start of the season. Yeah, that's a but... fair point. That, that's, we may have some more uh, info on that a little bit later in the coming weeks about us doing more of this. But we'll, So uh, welcome we'll to the seven-hour episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've had a wild seven weeks of the past baseball season. At least I think it's been about seven weeks. Uh, and we're going to try to fit it all in in a time frame to keep everybody awake. At least that's not going to happen, but I don't really care. We're going to have a good time. So first thing, first thing we want to check in on is our predictions from the beginning. Yeah. Boys, how are you feeling about them so far? Terrible. Really? Why? <laughs> Why are you feeling terrible about it? Well, I'm looking more at the National League where – Really, only one is working right now, and that's St. Louis in first place of the Central. Yeah, and that um, was the shoe-in, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, because that's, that's – I still think the easiest division. But yeah. Mets, I had them, I think, as the wild card. They're in first. Atlanta was supposed to be sprinting away with the division. They're in third, sub-500. And yeah, then, that's – And then out west, we have – the mess of all messes where the San Francisco Giants, who many people were predicting as like fourth being their ceiling this year, are well and above in first place. Padres, where they should be at second, and the Dodgers, again, not worried about it, but in third. Three games yeah. back, right? Aren't they three or two and a half, three games two, back? Two right now. Two oh, right okay. now. I'm looking at baseball reference. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I only, East, East not mean? as bad, or AL not as bad. But but in the in the uh, NL Central, while while St. Louis may be at the top, and, and I think we all predicted that, what we didn't predict was that the Cubs would be in second, and no, the no. and the Reds, who was like the darling of the preseason, along with the Padres uh, and the White Sox, the Reds, which for a while did have by far the most runs in the in the majors, way past the opening weeks. Uh, they were they were a prolific offense. They're in fourth, and they're not, yeah. and, and they have no signs. They're not showing any signs of improving. Lu, Luis Castillo has been abysmal and and just a fraction of himself. Uh, yeah, he's, he's supposed to be not. the ace of my fantasy team. That has not worked out. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Peter was Peter was just getting into the AL. I, I know I jumped in on his on his prediction. Okay. So. But AL, I mean. Oakland and Houston were my one-two in the West. Honestly, 50-50 on either one. They're one-two right now. Oakland first. Houston number two. The rest of the Angels, a little bit lower than we thought, but whatever. 
Central. Uh, what's we have going the on lights. in the AL East? What's going on in the AL East, Peter? I'm on the what Central. Thomas, I'm, I'm on the Central. <laughs> where the Chicago White Sox, as we all predicted, are running away. Cleveland's being pesky at two, but not going to make the wild card. And the Royals come in and surprisingly at number three with the Twins, who are a team built for a regular season, in dead last at 14 and 27. Yeah, they're dead last now, in a lot of baseball. I know. And they're supposed to be like up there with the White Sox. Yeah. And then, Thomas, your AL East that you want me to keep talking about. Hey, tell us who's in the, first place, Peter. Now, I'm, I think I'm going to go a different direction. This has turned uh-huh. out to be the best division in baseball. No, not best division, most exciting division. You have four teams, right, you have four teams right now separated by a game and a half. Orioles, they, they try, but they're not going to be good. The Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, and Blue Jays, not in that order, are all within a game of a ha- game and a half of first place with the Boston Red Sox surprisingly somehow finding their way into first place right now and looking dominant during I don't e- Thomas, I don't even you, know Thomas, how Thomas did, did you do you have a sidebar did you happen to notice how he how he did that Yes he saved the best for last or he he put his he put his own team first even though they're in second yeah, I know. I mean, he's no, Yankees, Yankees are in fourth. They, they do that. Oh, they're in fourth. Yankees right. are in fourth right now. No, they're yeah, not. Yes, the Jays are. I think the Jays. Oh. I think the Jays are in fourth. Yeah, the Jays. The Yankees are in, fourth. are in third. Oh, okay. But well, we they did all win. are within. We did they're win all tonight. within two games. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So within like, two games, except Baltimore. No one else is that. Baltimore's nine games out already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Baltimore's flirting with Minnesota for worst in the league. Oh. Meanwhile, everyone else in the East is above a five sixty winning percentage. If I was Minnesota, hey, Baltimore struck the Red Sox. If I was Minnesota and Detroit was three and a half games uh, ahead of me in the standings, I would be fucking furious if I was a Twins fan. Detroit, literally. The, the, <laughs> I know. Oh, my Detroit God. Detroit actively doesn't care. They actively, other than Casey Mize, they don't care. Yeah. No, they so, don't at all. And like, I mean, once once Badoo, once the Badoo magic wore off, there was no real storyline for, for Detroit. We're a big Badoo fan podcast here. <laughs> we hey. are. But between Badoo and, that and Jazz Chisholm and your mean, I mean that that got me through the first month of the season. <laughs> well, Badoo like, and big Jazz Chisholm fan over here. Well, so Tommy, just to just to check in on my predictions, uh, I believe I'm 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 wrong in the majority of them the, at this point in the season. I'd picked, unfortunately, I'm still mad at myself for this. I'd pick the Yankees to. To win the AL East, they are in third or fourth, depending on if you're listening to me or Peter, which is odd because <laughs> I have them in third and he has them in fourth. Yeah, uh, so does uh, so does real life. Real life also has them in third. <laughs> um, I'm on baseball reference. Maybe why. I'm, I'm on MLB.com, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I go to this horse. But uh, but <laughs> the AL West, I have Oakland. I had Oakland. Houston is uh, ahead of them. I had uh, LA as the wild card. They're not in the wild card position. Um, in the central, I did have the White Sox over the Twins, but uh, I did not have three teams in between them. Um, National League, I had the Braves, who are in third. And I don't think I had... Is someone is someone talking? Oh, sorry. No, I just watched by my TV. The Angels game is up. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I, was like, I was like, are we... That was awesome. Um, 
St. Louis, I I picked, but I also had Cincinnati as the number two. Again, the Cubs are in second with Milwaukee in third. And then the NL West, I, like most people, picked the Dodgers, who have gone through so many ups and downs this year. There was a time when they were like three and 15 uh, in in an 18 game stretch. Now they're they're back to winning. but they're trying to make up a lot of ground that they lost. They're 25 and 18, I see. Uh, yeah. They're in third in the division behind the Giants and the Padres. Yeah, uh, you know the hype was big for the Dodgers because they're sitting there in third place. You know the hype was big when your a team's winning percentage is like 580 and they're they're disappointed. They're underperforming. 100%. The the yeah. thing about the 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 weird thing with the Dodgers was that everyone always just raves about their depth. And the, and and their depth has been exposed. Uh, Showing now, yeah, yeah. So so they, I mean, they've had most of their injuries have been to the rotation, mm-hmm. uh, with Dustin May and, and uh, David Price, and you know Goslin is is not ready. So they're yep. they were supposed to be this team that had seven, you know, starters, all of whom could be considered a, a three to four or a, a one to four on any other on any other staff. And yep. yet, they're they're struggling to find a fifth starter on uh, once every once every five days. So, it's 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 pretty interesting actually. I'm I think Dave Roberts has actually done a, a pretty good job of managing that team, um, yep. because they have had some really unexpected uh, trials and tribulations. But they're uh, they're they're picking up their they're picking up their game, no pun intended. So uh, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens by the next time we uh, are are you know by by monthly. Uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, that was a great segue going into it because like I, we want now we want to get into the injuries that have plagued it. So like just just keep running with it with the injuries of the Dodgers. That's not I mean so their rotation is not the only injuries that they've had. They've also had. I mean, Seager just got knocked out. Didn't he break a bone in his hand? He broke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was hit, hit by pitch uh, mid swing on the top of the hand. I think he shattered a a, a bone in his hand. Yeah, yeah. Fastball. Yeah, fastball. Fastballs and little bones don't really help him. Yeah. And then their big injury with uh, Belly breaking his tib. Yeah. And so he was out for at least three months. I think he only He's has still a bone. up. Yeah. Not yeah, he's not even ready someone, for assignment yet. Someone on the Marlins just hit a ball 700 feet. It went it went to the back of the upper deck. Who is that? <laughs> Jazz Chisholm? No, I love Jazz Chisholm, who is on my team, by the way. Uh, Cooper. Cooper. No idea who that Super. is. Who is Cooper on the Marlins? Uh, he's on Marlin. Who knows? <laughs> if it's not Jazz Chisholm, I don't if care. If it's not Jazz Chisholm, exactly. If it's not Jazz Chisholm or uh, Alcantara, I'm not sure. Or Sixto Sanchez. I'm not sure uh, anyone's paying attention on the yeah, I do. I do like Sixto a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, so I feel like injuries, I mean, this is also why they play the games. We've had our predictions. Everything looked great. And then mm-hmm. everyone started dropping. Soto has been out. You mentioned that pre-episode, how Soto was, uh, his injury really derailed the uh, Nationals for a bit. And I He's saw just that, coming back. I saw that even though his peripherals are good and his exit velo, while he's not uh, – he doesn't have enough plate appearances to to be eligible for the leaderboard. His exit velo is like a hundred point something. So it's like in the top three behind Devers and uh, Stanton, who's like, you know, 12 miles an hour faster than or harder than everyone else. 
but and a human. Yeah. yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but the the thing with Soto is that they're they're wondering because uh, he was out so long and because it was a shoulder, whether or not that is affecting his his hitting. He's put a lot of balls on the ground, which he already already usually did. But I think it's a, at a concerning level. Well, not concerning. I'm not concerned about him one one bit. But it's no, at me, yeah. it's at a higher than than expected level. Uh, so it's it's a question of are they still dealing with injuries once they're back? Um, is staying in the in the uh, NL East, Acuna's had like six near misses where he's <laughs> gotten injured and then been out, gone out of a game, and then you know, thankfully Came avoided back. the the IL, but. Those every single time that happens, I hold my breath. Then you have then you have players like uh, talk about comeback players. I know he's on the the Orioles, but he's making an early season push for MVP. You got Mancini who came back from you know nut cancer, yeah, and, uh, or colon cancer, whichever one it was. I forget. It was butterball cancer. He was either one. It was butterball cancer, but uh, <laughs> but I mean he's 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 on pace for for a monumental year. So it's the opposite of of the injuries plaguing the team and yet Baltimore is still a billion games out. Yeah, they I will do like be a billion games out. I don't know. I do like the young core that they have. Like Mountcastle is supposed to be really good. He's phenomenal. He's he's supposed he's to be really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. him uh Santander and if honestly if he doesn't sign a, an endorsement deal with Santander, uh, Santander Bank, it's a missed opportunity. He's and supposed then, to be and then you really got good and he's been injured. Adley. You got Adley coming up who any I mean I don't know if it's any day now I'm not even sure what level he's at right now I need to check but Adley Rushman is their their future he's their Buster Posey so I mean that's they they, they drafted him 1-1 for a reason God damn this is I I love baseball I I literally <laughs> love it for this reason just for the unpredictableness like who would have expected Mitch Haniger to be leading this much in the home runs or the Orioles to be, well, we expected the Orioles to suck this much, but then like to be excited about the future of the Orioles. Oh, injuries. That just, that, that got me to the angels, your, your, your excitement level. And it made me think of one Otani-san, who is the the most exciting player in baseball right now. Absolutely. Uh, He is worth every price, every dollar for the tickets. It's well, the angels got hit. With a pretty big injury on that's that where I was going, Peter. Why don't yeah, you go for it? he uh won Mike Trout out six to eight weeks with a calf strain, yeah, but pretty much derails half their season because he was hitting otherworldly before yeah. he left. Half their season, what makes you think it's half their season? Oh, it'll okay. it'll bring it to I mean, that brings it to the all star break, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. But fair. You, so, so Tommy, you're 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 a you're a body over mind guy. Uh, Prout said that while he was rounding those bases, because it happened between second and third, running out something, mm-hmm. uh, he said that he thought he popped his Achilles. Yeah. Like that would be bad. That. Oh, that would that would be horrible. Yeah. But that, when you pull that, a muscle, it sucks. So that's, oh, it's a calf that that, that he thought that he did something that severe and it turned out to be a quote-unquote strain that's leaving that's taken him out for eight weeks like mm. it's probably pretty bad it is uh so i don't know what the degree of strain it when they said like a oh, muscle strain it's it's a muscle he pulled his calf muscle okay when I think it was a grade two was what they listed it as okay because grade three i'm pretty sure requires surgery 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, like like I think uh, like Lou Bob's hip. I think he his was grade three. Two is yeah. wet, grade three ish. Yeah. Uh, so his is a grade two. I pulled my hamstring last August and it felt the same way. Yeah. Literally same same thing. It was in a softball game, my first one in forever because I'm old, <laughs> and I was just. Ah. Ra- Honestly, our team was not good, and I just had a track meet tracing balls down in the outfield, so I was dead. <laughs> so I was rounding first, coming into second, and just a straight pop. I it literally shot right down my leg. I thought oh. I saw, honestly put like ripped my hamstring. Really? Yeah, it was bad. I needed. I had to walk with a cane for like two. Not even a cane. I used a baseball bat for two days. Uh, yeah, that's fitting. For <laughs> Dude, that's it was amazing. Not good. It was that's, not good. Are you wearing your your softball shirt right now? Oh no! This is actually a Sandlot T-shirt. I oh. wore this on purpose. Damn it! I would never yeah. have known. I would. I know you wouldn't. Have. You <laughs> yeah, you traitor. Yeah. No, <laughs> I have Benny Rodriguez on my back. Oh yeah, for anyone listening, we are doing a baseball podcast, and our number one baseball guy, Matthew Fox, has not seen one of the greatest baseball movies of our generation. He doesn't Sandlot. know what PF Flyers are. He doesn't get it. He I doesn't do know. I do he not. Doesn't know. I- he doesn't understand how to pickle the beast. He doesn't get I, it. That one I've never heard, so you're absolutely right. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally buy the movie and send it to you. Jesus. You know, P- Peter. Now that and it's available you, on, on Hulu. And also buy it and send it to you. <laughs> Peter, next time, like, you just got to come into Boston. We'll do a live episode, and we'll just we'll watch we'll watch it with Foxy. We'll have yeah. a dude. No, I won't even watch the movie. I'm gonna watch Foxy. Oh yeah, so am I. I'm not. I'm gonna sit next to the TV, looking back at Foxy, watching this the greatest baseball movie ever. Oh, oh yeah. wow. wow! 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 One of them. The natural, it's one of them. The Natural or Field of Dreams is the greatest baseball movie ever. I was gonna say Field of Dreams. Well, you've never seen this too. Field of James is up there, but Fox, you can't speak because you've never seen the Sandlot. Your opinion's invalid. Your opinion's invalid. (laughs) Outstanding. Uh, Speaking Uh, of, before before we get too far off track, I know I've been into the card game. Peter, you would appreciate this. Foxy, I have no idea. Uh, I've just discovered that there was an insert, and I want to say it was 2018, 2019, in a top set. It was the cast of the Sandlot. They each had their own individual baseball cards in the packs of the top set and they were all autographed there's like 11 of them and you can have like each character of the sandlot autographed and have their own have their own i want ham i want the hambino i want all of them (laughs) they're so cool oh i want the hambino like so bad oh and foxy doesn't get it you're killing me i know i know me small i know the redheaded guy the smalls guy or whatever is is a a oh yeah no The red right, ham. Now, now it's, just, now it's just fun moving. to piss off. It's just fun to piss off Peter like this. I know. I know. The Yankees are in third, and you haven't seen the Sandlot. This is fantastic to watch. Uh, Tommy, we had a no hitter last night. I'm fine. I'm flying yeah. on cloud nine today. Well, we'll, get, yeah. we'll get. We were going to get to that. Yeah, but we're getting Tommy, to that. You happened to bring up someone that uh, an injury that we hadn't previously mentioned, which was Luba. Yeah. And when you look at, I, I. I group, despite the fact that they happened in two completely separate uh, months, they happened uh, in completely separate circumstances, but Eloy and Lou Bob together, to me, are some of the most devastating injuries in baseball right now. Agreed. Eloy's out for, I think, the year. 
Uh, oh, yeah, at least he's not going to be viable. I mean, he, yeah. it, it, it was like when when Ted Johnson's uh, when Teddy Johnson's bicep pulled off the bone. That's oh. what I'm picturing. That's what I'm picturing this this as, where the pectoral somehow shifted off his breastplate or something like that, because it, it just sounded bad. But yeah, Lou Bob, when he was running out that thing to first and it his hip, I mean, the man for such a for such an amazing athlete, he could barely balance on on any. I mean, he could not. He couldn't stand up. It was bad. yeah. The hip flex, the hip flexor is very important, and it just looked like he. I haven't seen the video of it, but what I'm assuming is that it popped while he was reaching. So if he pulled, mm-hmm. do you know what uh, which one it was? His left or his right hamstring? It was his right. Uh, not hamstring. His, it was his right was, hip. I think it was his right hip. He was so chucking, he was down first base, and he and he extended with his right leg, I believe. Okay, so his I'm assuming his right leg was extending while his left leg was like driving upward. Like he was pushing out of his right leg and therefore the muscle just stretched Ooh. and just went snapped. It was just like, and yeah. And it was just too tight. Probably honestly, a lot of hip injuries come from weak hips. Really? So yeah. So it was just something kind of like, uh, it's definitely not as bad, but like kind of a Bo Jackson situation. Granted he got his leg literally pulled out of him. Yeah. But so that was explosive. that was muscle tears, dislocations, everything. That was yeah, but like so explosive, the muscle is just can't keep up. Yeah. So that was going. On. That's what happened with I believe what happened with the uh, yeah. Lubab, which was terrible. I think I think they could have lost uh, Eloy and been okay. Rather mm-hmm. than if if they just lost one of them, they would have been okay. Totally. It were now, okay. Yeah. Now, luckily, they've still been playing good ball. Uh-huh. Without the, without either of them, they're still they're, wait. Oh, I, my thing's not clicking. They're, nope. they're still in first place by two and a half games. Right. Thank you. Honestly, thanks. Probably in a big play to uh, Andrew Vaughn. I mean, he was slow to he was slow at the uptake, but he's he's been hitting. So yeah, I totally agree. He's hitting. He's hitting it hard. Yeah. And they have the the reigning MVP on their yeah. team. Yeah. Abreu Abreu's been Abreu's been pretty good. The um and, another yeah, injury in that same division. It was my, my prediction for AL MVP non-trout division. That's uh, right. Buxton hurt himself Buxton. too. And he's been out we got for a it. while. And, and now was, with and he was on fire. Oh, he was destroying baseballs. Yeah. He we was, gotta he was, do a new AL MVP vote today because Trout's out too. I know. Yeah. So I have zero. I have zero, but hopefully Buxton comes back soon. I think I saw that he was heading for a rehab start. But Wait, what happened to him? It was his his leg again, or something leg. like that. It was his leg, I believe. It, but it's always his leg. That's his problem. That's his problem. It's 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 an Achilles. It's it's a non-Achilles Achilles heel, which is his leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He just hurts his he hurts his leg every year, and it's the reason he's not a superstar in this league, in my opinion. I totally agree. Just he put a year together, just one year. Just one year uninjured. Just let's see what you got. Aaron Judge did it. He's considered a superstar still, even though he's hurt every other year. But he put one good year together. together. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, that's is Stan is Stan on the aisle? No, he's not officially. Not yet. Not. But he's missed. He's actually, missed what five games, six games? So actually, no. I think they put him on there. Hold on. Okay. Because he was raking. He was mashing, leading up to him yeah. getting injured. 
he was, he was swinging. He was swinging the Mark McGuire wiffle ball bat at watermelons. It was like <laughs> it, it was stupid <laughs> watching him hit. Yeah. It, just everything yeah. he hit was 115 miles an hour plus. He was hitting a home every game. He had a home run for like four or five, like three or four straight games or whatever it is. Yep. He, he, he single handedly. He single-handedly carried the Yankees through the Astros series. Uh, John Carlo is on the ten-day IL as of three days ago, and they backdated. I'm sure. Yeah, it was backdated a couple. So, but they, the Yankees always say they don't predict it to be long, but they love using the injured list. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll see do. him in mid June. Um, oh, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah, probably. See, that's well, not no, that's just, he he was literally. That's how the Yankees operate. Yeah, he was hitting he the was, guts out of the ball. Like, it was the greatest. It was, it, it would, yeah, he was doing his best Benny the Jet Rodriguez impression. Yeah. Oh, Foxy, if only you could get that. I don't know what you're talking about. I know I you think don't. Camille's jumping in. Of course, he, is. He, can't, he can't stay away. There he is. There's our fearless leader. Hold on, he's connecting. There he is. Oh. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hello. One <laughs> oh. Camille. Oh, you were just it's just uh, in the neighborhood, huh? Cheers. Here's some pizza. How's my podcast? It's going. It's shaking. What do you got? You got some Amazon boxes in the background? What the hell's happening? <laughs> I'm doing stuff. Doing more oh, more cards. Well, well, what, what is it? Because, you know, I'm sure people listening knows whatever. They, they would love to know. Love to know what? What this is. The beer. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say it out loud because I'm not exactly supposed to have it right now. Okay, cool. It was. It was a diet. It was, it was a diet soda. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was a seltzer water. Um, exactly. What are we in the? What are we, Camille, we're 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 talking we're talking injuries that have derailed some teams. Did you see? Did you happen to see when uh, one Bryce Harper got hit in the face by a 97 mile an hour fastball? I did. I did. Bryce Harper happened to see it too. Yeah, uh, he he saw it. He saw it up close and personal. Well, the problem the problem with it was that Bryce Harper didn't see it. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I did not see it. But we, uh, the Phillies don't need injuries to derail them from being good to terrible. So, <laughs> well, we- your, your boy Zach Wheeler has actually turned it back on. He's 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 had well, some amazing I mean, nice starts. Yeah, and Rob, Camille, you say that the Phillies are in second. They're only back by one game. I said now it's still made, guys. So they yeah. got Zach Wheeler and Aranola dealing right now. Yeah, yeah, they do. They both look good. I, I definitely tried to make a move on both of them. Um, you, you happen to get one. I got. I, I did get Wheeler from you. Um, <laughs> you were I, not getting Aranola from me. Yeah, you have Nola. I think we talked about it briefly, and uh, you were like, "It's not happening," and I was like, "Yeah, it's not happening." By the way, kudos I, I, for. I, I know I, I I know people listening don't always love hearing things about fantasy, but kudos for for pulling off some amazing trades poolside. Uh, that, that, yeah, that Cam- is, Camille is, did just get back from Jamaica, and he I had just, no problem running it in our faces. I just got back from Jamaica. You, I can tell making you look trades tan. by the poolside. You look I very did. tan, Camille. Your complexion oh. is darker than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all a story. The last some day, shells. The last day I was in Jamaica. I, I got up to take a shower and I go stand in the mirror and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I have never been this dark in my life. It was like, I, it was like, I was looking at an actual black 
person. Like I was that dark. <laughs> you um, are an actual black person. Can yeah. we just clarify so that people are like, what the hell is clarify. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a brown they man. They can't see us. Never, never been browner. <laughs> never, never been browner. I think the people who are still listening to this podcast at this point, three years in, uh, yeah, eight, eight, eight listeners we get a week probably yeah. know that I'm a black. Oh man. my God. <laughs> P- mm. Peter's Peter's twenty four year old mind just blew up. Uh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> twenty twenty seven. Peter mean? Peter, as we've discussed, I will be in your neck of the woods in about four weeks, um, and we might okay. we'll see if um, I don't know if recording can happen while I'm there. That'd be cool, but we'll see what what goes. That'd on. be fun. Um, they they just proposed a a live recording session, watching me watch the Sandlot. At Wolf, yes, so that'd be a, yeah, or at least post. Yeah, I'm gonna post Sandlot. And it'll just be me. Me and Tommy won't even watch the movie. We just watch Foxy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm watching the goddamn movie. Someone who's as big as a as a of, of a baseball fan as you. Uh, this has probably been covered, but to have not seen. Oh the yeah. Sandlot. Oh and, look, yeah. You know, I'm aware. I've, I've, I've seen the Sandlot it's, 10, 12, 15 It times. started out as just an omission, and then it became a hilarious thing for me to just piss off people who know how much I love baseball. Like me and The Godfather. I talk a lot of shit about good and bad movies, and then people are like, you've never seen The Godfather? I'm like, no. That's amazing. <laughs> that's outstanding. I did not know that. Never seen yeah, For someone, who, for right someone who runs the quest, I mean, that's amazing. Well, the idea behind the quest is to, in 15 years, for people to not be like, oh, you didn't see Moonlight? I'm like, fuck you, I saw Moonlight. I, I had the worst date ever at seeing Moonlight. Did you take that's, a black yeah. girl? <laughs> <laughs> This this one was this one was a uh, nice Jewish Jewish girl. Uh, well, there you go. Well, there you go. It. Right at my just dead, like, just dead on just dead on arrival. Right. But there. it was it's the type of movie where like, so what did you think is is a much larger question than like a second third date whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're getting off topic. So, Way off topic. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something real quick. And while La La Land should not have won Best Picture that year, no, Moonlight shouldn't have either. <laughs> it just it, it it's a it was a perfectly fine movie right but it was it was it was nominated by the moment you know the oscar so white and again it's a very oscar good film so it's a very it's good so film right. but it was it was not yes. i don't think it was not looking at having the other nominees in front of me when i when i heard that it won i was like okay yeah yeah I just, I yeah. mean, standalone as a movie, I didn't think it was very, it was a yeah. well, best of the year. On that, I on that note, say, on I was going to say, this is a great taking, teaser for future episodes. Taking, yeah, this is a great teaser. That, Tommy, okay. on that note, uh, what's the most exciting type thing? They just happened to be running a promo on TV that, that made me think, who is, because we, we already brought up Otani a little bit, but who is the most exciting player to watch right now in the game? Is Acuna. it Acuna? Is it Tatis? Is it Shohei? Is it my so, so are we, if if we're going off personality and just like what they do and just like just who to watch on personality, it's between Tatis and Acuna. Mm-hmm. A little yeah, let for, the kids play. Let the kids play. Yeah, let the kids play type style. If it's just like this is unbelievable to watch, mm-hmm. it's Shohei. Yeah. Because no one has seen anything Shohei is doing now since Babe Ruth. And, and no it's one, not even like no was it's in, Babe Ruth. No, it's quite literally no one has seen this since Babe Ruth. Right, and even then, it was a big fat man, not not like the fastest guy on the on the. He's also the yeah. fastest guy on the team. He can outrun singles that are hit to the infield. Like yep. he, he guy's ninety feet tall. You know what is he? Six, yeah, six, six, four. Four. It's amazing. Yeah, he's six four. His yeah. arms, 
His arms, I, I, I his shoulders, I they're ridiculous. It looks like they're photoshopped because they're Folder so shoulders. much bigger than you expect. Oh, absolutely. He looks, he looks like a linebacker that's too tall. Yeah, the dude is a monster. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing, and yet he, he, he like is proportional in his physique when he's just standing there in a baseball uniform. It, it's it's really amazing. And it's one thing you'll be able to see, and now you'll never be able to unsee that based off just off the size of him, his head is really little. It really, it's it's a tiny head. It's a tiny head. <laughs> his head is really little, and now you're not going to be able to unsee it. Mm-hmm. But it's <laughs> that, that aside. I, he's a meme. If, he's if a I meme. had to, he is. If I had to buy it, if I had can watch a game anywhere in the country, I'd be watching Tatis in San Diego, watching Acuna in Atlanta, or watching Shohei uh, in Los Angeles, Anaheim. I'm going to Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether he's hitting or pitching pitching. and hitting second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's going there. He's he's become a cultural. It's even though it's he's not big enough he's not as big as he should be because he's just so amazing he mm. is becoming a cultural phenomenon where people outside of baseball are are now actively talking about the greatness that is yes. shohei and and, right. and baseball's never really been the type of sport that bleeds into other sports you're right it's mm. Unlike unlike football, where everyone is talking about football all, all the time, people that love baseball talk about baseball. But beyond that, it's not really that. And now you have people talking about Shohei once every five days too, right? Because like, t- doesn't I mean it's you know, football is sixteen yeah. weeks a year. Yeah. You know, the Super Bowl is obviously a cultural touchstone. Basketball drags on forever, but there's not that many games. Baseball has the most TV days a year, and every day that there's a baseball game, there's ten baseball games. Exactly. And you would think that, and it's it's still referred to as America's pastime. It'll probably lose that title in the next five to ten years. I disagree. Go to, I, well, I disagree. I, I think it'll go to football, dude. I really do. I think it. Um, I, I think it is shifting to football, or has shifted to football, and we're still hanging on to that mantle uh, a little posthumously. But yes, yeah. I agree. I think but it's starting I love to. to see, I would love to see it shift back and, and for baseball to hold on to that title. I think, it's, I think it's starting to, but I feel like one thing baseball can do that football can't, that I'm, I think they'd prob, if they're smart, they're one to two years away, is letting the players be themselves with the fans. NBA is phenomenal with it. The NBA is probably the, mo- the best sport to look at when it comes to player-fan interaction. Mm-hmm. and how close you can get to the players. The only other sport we have that could replicate that would be baseball. Yeah. And they're already we have we have a lawyer running who's who's the commissioner and lawyers as you know are all about suck. fun. They're no, all about suck. fun baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but no, you're right. It's uh they're still run by guys like tony la Russa that are just like oh, okay boomer like they're still kind of running the see, show they were chanting okay boomer at him last night no way That's amazing we yeah. talked about this in the group earlier man the, those guys are a dying breed it's full let the kids play era and i'm totally here for it we're Me too. and that's like, I'm that's so, why I'm the fact that someone that. gave 70 fucking 10,000 year old tony la Russa a managing job of a team that is the polar opposite of him age-wise and yeah Mm-hmm. And and a team that's on the up. It's not like it's a young team that sucks. He's not like managing the Marlins three years ago. He's managing the White Sox now, a very exciting team with yeah. a lot of very exciting pieces. And they were like, here's what we should do. It's going to be an exciting move. You guys ready? We're going to do this. Let's get fucking Tony La Russa. <laughs> Let's get this octogenarian <laughs> Let's who... Let's drag him from both, <laughs> both feet in his grave to come back and manage this team where no one can buy a fucking drink in a bar. 
Yeah. Ugh, it's, it's, I mean, it's I get to the, in, in theory, I can kind of see being like, all right, young team, old Hall of Fame. Literally, mm-hmm. he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Coach with some, he has experience behind him. He could kind of put some experience into the players. But now he has to go all he's okay, too, Boomer. I'm gonna I'm gonna whack Yerman because he swung at an 0-3 ball. He is well, two, so he is two eras beyond these guys. He yeah. absolutely yeah. Two oh, eras. He, he, the end of his career, really like coaching, should have been like Pulhos's beginning of his career, like five, ten years into his career. And Pulhos is 42 years old now. Yeah. So so the the thing about the the TLR stuff with uh, with your with Yerman was they were up by nine runs or no they were up by eleven runs in the ninth and it was a three zero count and Tony La Russa gave From a take position sign. player pitching yeah yeah and there was a position player it was, it was, it was uh, Williams Osadio pitching forty seven miles an hour and he gave and he gave the take sign and your mean being awesome. Blew right by that take sign and crushed it 400 feet. Which it's 3-0. Is the kid's young. Impressive. What do you got to do? You it's impressive in and of itself. Now, the unwritten rules of the, of the game, blah, 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 the, the, that, that shit is outdated and whatnot. But what my problem was, not the unwritten rules part of it. Yeah, you, can, you guys can figure that out behind closed doors. It's where when someone threw behind your, your mean in the next game to get retribution and his manager said... I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fuck you. when you lose the fucking clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. And everybody loves you. Not even just the clubhouse. You're going to lose the fan base too. Yeah. Mm. You're going to lose I, everybody. I bet they're calling for his head. I, I haven't checked the Chicago media recently, but I'm there sure there are more much. people. There, there are more people on the Mercedes side than there are for Tommy La Russa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still highly doubt he will get fired because even with losing Lou Bob, even with Eloy, Mm-hmm. They're two and a half games up in the central. Yeah, they're still they're still running the show in the central. He's a yeah, really 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 good manager. It would Tony Larusa is not getting fired. Yeah, There's immense zero, zero chance of that happening. Fire a Hall of Fame yeah. manager who's leading a mm-hmm. team that's leading a division that they have no they in the past five years had no business leading. Correct. These guys are just starting to crest. They're not going to make any noise in the playoffs. I don't think. I think you have too many strong teams up in the AL East, and that division is a game and a half down four teams. So yeah, but still. You know, he's going to be in that, like, um, Mark Jackson. Like, he was, like, he was the coach right before the Warriors all of a sudden won a bunch of shit. Yeah, exactly. And, and Steve yep. Kerr comes in, right? He's Mark Jackson. Yeah. The, if, if this is a real thing, he will not be the manager of them no. next year. But you, but you can't. These guys, they were thrashing these dudes, dude. They're playing great baseball. And they're 7-3 in their last 10. you got to – you gotta let the kids play. That's the let whole. Let but, but to abandon, yeah. dude, it's it's school. You're down twelve. It's schoolyard, man. Yeah, swing yeah. the bat. Swing the, bat. the bat, right? Yeah, wasn't it one of the one of the other White Sox pl- uh, players that were like, uh, when it's a position player on the mound, yeah, it's man, free for all. all. It's no, frenzy. There are no it's, unwritten rules. Yeah, well, man. by the way, by the way, don't you want a guy to have reps at three yeah. o at three yeah. o in case you're down two and there's a yeah. guy on base? Don't you want a guy to have reps? Yeah, and also uh, we've seen what happens when uh, a position player is pitching and someone strikes out. When when um, Anthony Rizzo struck out Freddie Freeman, laughed at. That was funny. That was the greatest. That was the that was the greatest day of the year so far. (laughs) That was funny. 
they were, were really good friends amazing. too. That was funny. They're really good friends. Like, weren't they? There was there was a uh, a rundown, and he was calling Freddie Frederick Frederick Frederick. <laughs> you Anthony, Anthony Rizzo's the man. If you're meeting Freddie me, Freeman was saying he heard Frederick being called the day after, like in the streets. Of course. Like, sorry, Camille. People what? were yelling that at him. If yeah. your mean misses that Ephus, guess what? He's about to miss two more Ephus pitches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So just fucking yerk it out, man. You, know you got it. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah. You got to take a cut at that. It's a it's a position player. Like it's, it's know, batting dude, practice. Here's the only thing that's gonna hang on when I'm saying that like, um, it's about to lose the America's pastime moniker. And the only thing yeah. that's gonna hang on is like to help it hang on to that moniker is to modernize the game as fun as shit like this. Like, is there an unwritten rule against Steph Curry taking fucking three-pointers from one step inside the, the half-court line? No. No, right? exactly. Is there an unwritten rule against the fucking lightning dance that Sean Merriman used to do or any other taunty thing that happens on a on a football field? No. Is there a rule against, um, you know, whatever happens in hockey? I'm so bad at hockey. Um, but there's yeah, yeah. You can punch people in the face in hockey. There's no rules. talking about a sport that has all these un, quote-unquote unwritten rules where for an entire era of the game is defined by dudes breaking written rules. I know. Yeah. The funny, okay. the funny thing about the like, Tom LaRusso thing is that he is also, on top of being the Hall of Fame uh, manager, he is a lawyer. He passed the bar. He is a... And, huh. and lawyers lawyers don't do unwritten rules. We do written rules. Jeez, we care pass, about what is in writing. Back. <laughs> You're right. But, but now we're probably getting like, he is such a lawyer. Those unwritten rules might as well be written for him. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's a it's a it's a it's a claw his claws trying to hang on to a game that has passed him by. Yeah. This yeah. Team, this team is playing well above his remaining managerial talent. And because it's for them, it's just raw talent. That team is all raw, young, hungry talent. And he doesn't know what to do with it. And he's still they have they have the best record in the American League. And he still tried as hard as he could to lose this clubhouse. He's trying hard. He's trying he, very hard. I just, I, I can't trying. say he, he's personality wise. I can see how it's not working, but like, I can't agree with you saying that he's not, he's mismanaging this team when they are the best team in the American league it's right now rock, while a, losing Eloy, while losing Luba team. You could, if they in, still had Eloy and Lubob, I believe you. Tommy, if you or I were the manager of that team, they would still be 26 and 16. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just. If true or not true, the first words out of your mouth were no, that's not true. So, they were not that. So, yeah. they don't. You don't need Tony Larusa to be in charge of that team for them to be twenty six and sixteen. And if if he's already lost the locker room, if we see them, they're seven and three in the last ten. If we go their next ten and it's three and seven, then then I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. But now. One thing, I, going off onto the uh, next league, into the major leagues, one surprising thing that I can't believe we haven't seen that is Jacob deGrom not killing one of his teammates. Yeah. I don't know how we haven't seen Jacob deGrom straight up throwing a ball into the face of one of his teammates after they struck That's out again. Because he's, he's, he's got the perfect. best command and he's got the best and and, uh, and the, the thing with everyone getting hit in the face is, is lack of command. He, yeah. tra- he, he tries to throw balls to their faces, but he just still throws strikes. The kid's amazing. He, it's, he almost June. The yeah. it's almost June. He has a .68 ERA. He's missed the last two yeah. starts. Let's let's be let's be clear. Yeah. He's I missed- don't ca- 
Yeah. 0.68. 0.64 as a starter is stupid, Matthew. It's ridiculous. He has a whip what he has a whip of 1.03. That's barely a hit. Dude, yeah. Chuck, that's Chuck his career. Chuck Norris does Jacob DeGrom workout videos. I mean, yeah. this dude is <laughs> he's, he's he about is to, the, he's about to repeat. But Jacob DeGrom is a he's like, a he's a rare specimen. He's got those extra long arms and he just he's throwing faster every year. He's His fastball just gets faster. That doesn't happen in your 30s. Mm. No. No, he was, a, he, was a, he was a shortstop who just is incredibly athletic and uh, one day said, hey. And I'm he's the third the best. best hitter on the Mets. Yeah, he, he is. He's, yeah, the, right. he's their biggest runner. He's the third best hitter on the Mets. He produces more runs during his starts than the other nine guys. Yeah. It's somewhere, in the somewhere, other eight guys. So. Somewhere Rinke Keel is like, fuck. Yeah, Rinke Keel was, was one of my – was. I loved watching him as a two-way guy. He was amazing. He was a phenomenal athlete, but he couldn't put it together like the Shohei's, the oh, Ho Oscar Yanoas, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking moron. I tried to get him. That's an that's an that's another story. story. He was he was on his he was on the he was two starts into being a great two-way guy. He just kept hitting home runs while pitching, and uh, decided then to he hit him. a wall. He he literally hit a wall with his <laughs> fist, with his stupid fist. It wasn't the smart hand. It was the dumb hand. Yeah. You have one player. job as a pitcher, yeah. and that is to do all in your power to keep your pitching arm in perfect condition. Things that happen outside of that control are not your fault. But if yeah. you punch a wall, that, 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 that's your one fucking job. So going off what, yeah. what Camille was saying about how just make the game fun, they, they've found ways somehow to take a what was fun – aspect of the game and and make it unfun make it fun int which was a no hitter used to be something very special yeah oh yeah we're now yeah we're all up in surprises now i told you let's keep going oh my what, god what we, no hitters what, what has surprised me this year has been the the quantity and and breadth of ridiculous pitching starts uh the the fact that we have we're sitting here on may 20th and we have either six or seven, depending on what you what you consider Bumgarner's uh, seven, seven inning. six and a half. So, so Camille's saying seven. Seven. I think I think that it's either six or seven, whichever. Both are bad. If both, you're gonna man, are, if you're gonna if you're gonna mandate that any game that is counted as complete can be seven innings and someone no hits the people in all seven of those innings, that's a no hitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, can't keep going so, on that. We'll go. The, the, then, then going from that, we have we have seven no hitters already. We had back to back no hitters in the last three days. It's it's gotten to me. Yes, Peter, one of them was a Yankee. Uh, it's gotten it's gotten to a point where one of the more exciting things when you saw notifications that someone was carrying a no hitter through the eighth inning or into the eighth inning, you if you were near a TV, you would turn it on. Now we literally keep on going about our lives because we expect. Not that they won't get it, but that they will get it. Anyone that close is getting it. The, the nature of pitching this year has been the uh, result of a couple of things, in my opinion. Yeah, I was actually wanted to ask you about that. You mentioned uh, something about baseballs, uh, about some, a bit changing with the baseball in yeah. our uh, preview, yep. our yeah. summer preview. Remind, remind me about okay, that. Remind so, us about what that is. So for years... The, the game has been offensively oriented and the number of home runs have been off the charts uh, leading back to the steroid era, which we know this is not. 
Um, oh my God. Sorry. So what? Go ahead. Nope. Sorry. I just saw that Bartolo Colon is pitching again in Mexico. I'm sorry. Continue. I am that happy. So bad. Yes, 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 yes. I am so yes. sorry. I am so sorry, Matt. I no, big really sexy lives again. If Bart is in the game, I, I, I do, I do want to know. I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. All right, continue. So, no, that so news, what, that news trumps it. it, it yeah. Bart, Bart, Bart in the game is. Uh, he, I will it's always. It's good for baseball. That. It is good for oh. baseball. Um, so what they did to to combat the. Uh, upshot in home runs was they designed a new baseball and this baseball was meant to uh, decrease the flight of the ball by 10 feet therefore making anything that was either a wall scraper or or gone by a little bit which is the vast majority of home runs um, would then be caught well what they didn't realize was going to happen was they also made the ball lighter and they changed the um, the seams on the ball which has had an unintended consequence of creating much higher spin rate and a lighter baseball. Well, hmm. add those two together and you have way more movement, far less control. So you have way more movement, which means way more strikeouts. You have far less control, so you have way more hit by pitch. So every single at bat is either a strikeout or a pop out because it did, it did decrease the the ball by 10 feet which is what they intended well now right. add that add to that the, it's a confluence because in the minors now the game is still home run oriented and pitching coaches and batting coaches rather are teaching players to swing at launch angles that literally produce either a strikeout or a home run mm-hmm. so you you have those two things coming together and it it has created this environment where it's pitcher heavy. Every night there's a, a new record being broken for strikeouts. We've had the most strikeouts without a walk uh, happening this year twice. We've had six or seven, sorry, Camille, seven no hitters in the first seven weeks. Mm-hmm. And we have the lowest batting average in the history of the game. It's. I could actually add one more onto that. We have the highest at this point. We have the highest rate of hits batsmen as well. One point one. I believe that the stat is one point two four percent of all at bats have turned out uh, to be hit by pitches, which is on pace to be in the highest ever. So it literally is a three true outcomes where it's a home run, strikeout, or walk. But really, the home run has been uh, minimized in that equation, and it is a strikeout most of the time and then mm-hmm. a walk and occasionally someone hits the ball 450 feet because that's not being caught right yeah it's and, like i think and, i think the average is about 231 across the whole major league yeah it's it's the yeah. it's the lowest batting average i in in my lifetime by by it, it's no that's lowest in history that's yeah. lowest in history it's 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 bananas and so what they've done is they've taken the fun part of the game which was the home runs and the offense and well, I, I do love pitching. I, I love a pitcher's duel. But it, 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 yeah, go ahead. It shifted the dynamic of the game in such a way. They, they overcorrected to the point that the pendulum has swung so far that it is a completely different game than it has been in years past. Where pitchers It's not are, fair for hitters think, right now. I think it has been, yes, it's changed the game for uh, compared to uh, in the past, years in the past, but recent because now you have everyone like, all right, home runs are nothing. Hmm. Well, all right, good luck hitting this ball now. Because now 
the players that are just all home runs or nothing, everybody's going to start missing, which is what we're seeing here. And it's going to be forcing the batters to be making an adjustment. So I wouldn't be surprised if they keep this ball. And in the next few years, small ball all of a sudden becomes way more prominent. I've already seen more bunts than I ever have this so far in the season. Literally watch Shohei drop a bunt. Granted, that that's more uh, Japanese baseball style. But still, small ball is going to need to come back. And uh, in order to counteract with this. No more home runs, bloop singles, stealing second, stealing third, going to be able to try to play with this. Oh, another thing that you had mentioned earlier, when right before uh, off air, you had brought up a very good point that I think needs to be brought up here is that the age of analytics, now even when you do put the ball in play, there's the shift. And yeah. everyone's hitting into the shift. No one is is skilled enough That's to avoid the Prime shift. example. Yep. Learn how to hit. If you don't want the shift in the game, learn how to hit. In football, if you're going over the top because you have you have uh, Tyreek Hill, you're gonna play back. The safeties are gonna play deeper. And now, you what happens if the if the quarterback's being like, um, this is annoying. I can't throw deep anymore. What the fuck? They can't do that. And then they're gonna put in a rule saying that the safeties can't go too deep. No, change the fucking game plan because the defense changed changed to what you're doing. That's literally all we're seeing here in baseball. If you can't hit it to the left, we're gonna put everyone on the right because our job is to get you out. So, so you learn add, how to hit. You take all those three bowling pins and uh, and you throw a baseball at them. It's not going to hit them because there's no control. But uh, <laughs> what it is going to yeah. produce is uh, is no home runs and uh, well, yeah. some home runs and and lack of offense. Oof. Yeah, I mean, you boring, see every in a boring single. game. You think, well, I mean, you think it's a boring game, but now think of all the most exciting moments you've ever been a part of. Runners were on base, blue pits yep. coming around, running out in second. The most exciting play in that I could think of in my base was Griffey coming around, uh, Griffey coming around in the 90s. First, yeah. Yeah, Griffey, Gri- uh, my oh my, the Mariners win it. Like that was, that was fucking exciting. And what was that? That was an inside the park play where Griffey just legged it out and it was a ball up the line. Yeah. Yep. We've had great moments that are home runs, but those aren't, exciting it's part of it like a home run gets hit it comes off the bat you know it's happening when it's like you say an inside the park play you're forced as a fan to look in three four directions at once you need to see where the ball's going you need to then see where the runners are on base you need to see where the fielders lining up for a relay throw you need to look five different directions you don't know when that ball hits the wall if it's going to bounce left or right, like mm-hmm. you have to continuously look all over the field and it keeps everyone in the stadium engaged. Some guy smashes a 450 foot home run at this point you go, Ooh, ah, okay. And then you yeah. look back down mm-hmm. when there's an, you know, a slap double down the third baseline. What the hell is going to happen down the line? All right. Where's the cutoff man going? All right. Is that guy going to make it to third to go home? Like mm-hmm. yeah. it keeps everybody at one moment, everybody, like you said, with the Griffey play, every single person was staring at, was looking everywhere because you needed to look at three different people at once to yep. be able to and get that whole play. Absolutely. And as someone that would be watching on TV, God, having the right announcer for it just makes it all the better. It just makes it so much more fun uh, on top of it just being fun and uh, natural, naturally how it yeah. plays out. But like, yeah, if home runs were really that exciting, the home run derby would just be always excitement. But no, they actually had to change the rules because shit was getting boring. Mm-hmm. 
No one wants well, to watch just balls go off into the night. Yeah, cool. Like, uh, great. Like, but small ball, well, I really well, think needs to come back. Yeah, the original, the home run derby is a different story. But, I, I, but you know, you understand the analogy. Yeah, I, I know what right, you mean. Tommy. I think you're right, Tommy. That that the the what should be the inevitable byproduct of this would be the reemergence of small ball. That would be the natural progression of people thinking yeah. logically about this. I'm not sure that that's how baseball works. I'm not sure that that the game evolves in a natural, logical way. I think that they're going to try to then overcorrect, overcorrect again and find a new way to mess up the game. That's just the nature of this commissioner's office. So, okay, you that was the sentence that I was looking for because you were saying uh, if you just kind of left it there, it sounded like you were saying like that's just not how baseball works. No, no, no. It's uh, this commissioner's I, office. Sorry. Yeah, the commissioner's office. They were they. Rob Manfred to loves to it. correct. Rob Manfred, like you like you just said, he loves to control it. He loves to be the one to make the decision to correct it. Bud Selig let things play it out. <laughs> he he was much more hands off. Yeah, and look what happened. Now that <laughs> led to the st- that that is a big yeah. factor in the steroid era. Yeah, but. Bud Selig would have let the, you know, he would have let the live fall kind of play out a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, but, like yeah, you if, said, if, with, with this, he would kind of let it go for a couple years to let the, okay, let's level the swings out. Let's make it so you're always trying to drive the ball up the middle. You know, let's, oh, let's get it to where runners on first and second, two men down bottom eight. And you have, and you have a slap ball hitter at the plate. He's not trying to jack a three-run home run. He's trying to slap it down the third baseline, exactly. and hopefully, if guy yeah. in first can leg it out. I will say, I'll pro- I probably have more faith because I mean, yeah, he's a lawyer, he likes to control. He at the end of the day, he is the commissioner of Major League Baseball. He has to be a baseball fan to some degree, right. or understand how the game works, or just how sports work. Mm-hmm. If you make an adjustment the league is going to have to make an adjustment to get to a competitive advantage because they're going to want to win. How do they win? They need to make these adjustments. And so now they made the adjustments to the ball. Players aren't hitting great. I mean, honestly, I don't know how they're still able to do the things they do with the batting average. The Mariners batting average as a team is 199 and they're two games under 500. I don't understand how the hell that's happening. They've been no hit twice. Yeah. And Mitch Hanniger is number three in the league in home runs. Three teams just, have been no hit six times. That's amazing. It yeah. really is amazing. Of, of that's I think that's the best part about all of it. Three it really teams. is. Three so teams I'm have okay been with it. I will take those no hitters now because of the adjustment. It's not to a hundred. Actually, we are about a hundred years from the last big change of the sport using a piece of equipment, and it was the baseball in 1918, 1919, 1920. They changed the baseball then as well. Because some I, I, someone was hit in the head with the baseball and it was killed. Hmm. Then they had mm-hmm. to make the baseball tighter. They had to make it. They made it a little bit stronger, a little bit more uh, power happy. Cue Babe Ruth. It was right at the same time, and then home runs just started fucking leaving the yard. Mm-hmm. Yes, Babe Ruth did it at a much more rapid rate, but that's what led to baseball today. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. I'm I'm literally having this realization right now. It's it's been a hundred years since the last change of a baseball, yeah. and it's changing the baseball to go back to the game that was before the first change of the baseball mm-hmm. in order to win in this game you're going to have to play like you did in 19 1908 with bunts and steals and going in with your cleats high like ty cobb that psychopath it's it's that. that yeah i do too and that is when Love baseball it. was at its peak 
I want them to keep this baseball. I want the adjustments to be, have to be made because that that is what's going to be making it fun. Well, because it does, it does. Uh, we this is a playable environment that they've created. It just there need to be adjustments within by the players. Uh, right. Yeah. Of course, and there will be because of but, a competitive environment. But the 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 thing that struck me the most about all this was the fact that there were unintended consequences of what the ball would do, which is if you yeah. are doing something to a game like this and you're investing millions and millions of dollars in redesigning the actual implement the the actual tool that the game is based around right you you would study the, the baseball <laughs> you would study yeah. the shit out of this and they didn't know that spin rate was going to be up and the ball would be lighter do you, you really think they didn't know that easily, these are things like, you like, easily like, measure like did it not did they really not measure that or is it is that like a is that more of an like an assumption i'm honestly asking I, like are I, you kind of like assuming they didn't do that I've read, like, that it was, I've read that it was unintended, and where something's unintended like the, that, then you have to think that they did not expect it. I think the spin rate was more unintended than anything else. Yeah. They definitely knew the ball was lighter. Yeah. Somebody along the way weighed the baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to put a lot of money that along the way, somebody went, this baseball weighs less than this baseball. Yeah. But the I, spin rate, I could fully believe that being completely yeah. unintended. Mm-hmm. That I can, I can see that being I can see that being a half truth. Because well, no, they probably put it through a wind tunnel. They probably didn't put it on like a rotator and they probably put it through a wind tunnel to see how it would react at certain air speeds and air pressures. Yeah. But well, I'm willing to bet they didn't just have a pitcher twirling in curveballs a hundred times a day to see how it would react versus the old ball. I 100% bet they, I mean, again, this is, this isn't like the Cape Cod League. This isn't like Division Two baseball. Like, this is the major oh, league. Oh, I know. Pretty, I'm sure they did. Oh, I know. They just, yeah, I don't that's think That's what they blows my mind. It's like, it's like, how can it, how can it be unexpected? How can things like this at this big a level, uh, for things sure, that are this important? I'm if sure they, they said the weight was unexpected, I would be very worried. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they expected that to happen to a degree, but they weren't expecting so many like the, the the reactions or like what has been happening the results they weren't expecting seven no hitters by the end of uh not even by the end of may yeah well that's I'm also sure they a, knew, yeah. new spin rate they knew all of this but i'm pretty sure they probably had more faith in the hitters than what's actually being shown i feel like that could be more of a factor they had more faith in the ability of the hitters yeah well, i think just, that's yeah or this is just an adjustment period they thought the hitters would very catch on. They thought the hitters would catch on quicker. Yeah. I mean, it's only been seven weeks. If this is five years down the road and we're still having like, all right, it's the fifteenth no hitter. Better in July not be 9th. fucking five years down the road. They better fucking fix it before that would be an issue. Well, like you that, said, like, Tommy, they need to be they're professional hitters. They need to hit better. And yep. you're now pitching as a whole. I'm not going to put it all on the baseball because you also need to think about. You think about these teams now, with the exceptions of the Garakals, the DeGroms, the Scherzers, you know, of the world, that are going eight innings, a typical starter goes four to six innings at a stretch. Five is the normal. But, I mean, even most teams are okay with a starter getting four now. And it's these bullpens of arm after arm after arm just coming out slinging 98 plus like it's not even you see a 98 mile an hour fastball and you're like 
He should hit that. That's normal. It's you see a guy right. throwing 100. 15 years ago, not even 10 years ago, you see a guy throwing 100. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Now that you guy, have that guy is unhittable. Every, now you have yeah. teams with five, six, seven guys, starters and relievers that could throw 100. So I will say you're in the – Go you're, ahead. Sorry, you're, I make, you're making the baseball at a time more pitcher friendly than ever before when the pitchers are throwing better than ever before. Mm-hmm. Like if it was pitchers throwing 95, 96, yeah. you could still sit on a fastball. The average hitter can hit a 96 mile an hour fastball. Mm-hmm. The average I, hitter really can't hit 100. I will say, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they have changed where they mark uh the actual pitch speed before it used I mean, to be when the ball crosses home plate i want to say they've started now taking it out of the pitcher's hand how interesting that's been that's been well in like the 90s yeah really oh yeah so that's what yeah. i correct me if i'm wrong because i've heard yeah that so like nolan change. ryan so i there was a netflix documentary that's no longer on netflix called fastball and i watched it six times because i'm a psychopath <laughs> um so yes, back when all like, Nolan Ryan was the last one they really measured, and that was from home plate, and they did the math calculation, and it ended up being like 108 miles an hour or yeah. something. Yeah. But it was like in the 90s when they switched it to the to the like to the hand right out of the bat, right out of the pitcher's hand, and so that really isn't affecting the speed or sh- what speed we see. That's been around for a while now. Okay. It's yeah, they're just they're throwing faster. They these guys come out of yeah. pe- people come out of the minors being not just a closer, but like they're brought up as a seventh inning guy. They're brought up as an eighth inning guy. It's become such a part of the game to not just have a deep starting rotation where everyone can go seven plus. And then a dominant closer, and then maybe like one or one or two guys for the seventh and eighth. No, it's yeah. about having five starters that can at least get six, five, six innings each, and then having eight guys, seven, eight guys that can just dominate a baseball. And and then I, you have a closer. I think the change of the baseball will also start to weed them out. Because now that there's a higher spin rate, it requires a higher level of mastery of control. Because mm-hmm. oh, we, yeah. we have a higher hit batsman, we have a higher walk rate now. Mm-hmm. If you want to survive and you want those 98 mile an hour arms to survive, you're going to need to throw efficient pitches. It, oh, yeah, no, they're going to have and, to stop just huffing it. Yep, that's all they do right so, They come out and they huff it. Yep. And those, and hitting 98, hitting 99. There's a reason why you don't redline your car every day. Yeah. Because if you redline yep. your car every day, you're going to burn out the engine. Your car is going to fall apart. That's what's going to be happening, I feel like, with these kids. With 98 miles an hour, relief pitchers are going to become the new running bats. They're just going to oh, mow yeah. through them. And it's, oh, no, gonna, that's, and it's going that's to be already tired. happening. It's yeah. already happening. You hear about this great reliever coming up. And with the exception of the elite relievers in the league, you know, the closers and the elite closers only. Yeah, you get you hear five years. I mean, this has been going back already. Like it's Tommy John isn't a big deal anymore to hear, which is unfortunate. I hear, you hear it, Tommy John surgery, done, yeah. which is devastating. That is the reconstruction of the elbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and 
you know, you like as you know, as a regular fan, you're like, wow, that must be insane. And then you think about it, and I mean, how many did we hear last year and this year? And yeah. we're just like, oh, I feel bad for that guy. Okay, we'll see him in a year and a half. Yeah. Next. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a combination of things that lead to the Tommy John, lead to like the high rate of Tommy John between usage from youth, kids playing six in six seasons uh, a year as twelve year as twelve year olds, but also uh, the lack the arm of, out, the lack mm-hmm. of understanding the arm of a pitcher mm-hmm. has. Yeah. So I'm going to bring these guys up again. Uh, now I'm I'm going to be asking this because if it's a yes, then it might lose this. But has Kluber had Tommy John surgery? No, no. Has Serger had Tommy John surgery? I don't believe so. No. Those are two pitchers that are in their 30s that are still fucking hurling. Mm-hmm. Kluber doesn't, two- Klu- doesn't hurl. He doesn't. He, he, he he's a 91-92, right? He did. Yeah, he, he, he did. is a pinpoint control pitcher with yeah, a pitch he that he doesn't like to call a curveball or a slider. He no, calls Tommy, it a he, he never, even in his Cy Young years, he was 94 or 95. No, he was oh, never. So a, I don't mean like he's Scherzer's a Huffett pitch. Scherzer's a Huffett pitcher. Kluber was a pinpoint control. Yeah. He he his fastball is not his main pitch. Yeah. When I mean yeah. hurling, when I mean hurling, I mean like they're in their 30s and they are still Throwing. top tier of their game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're still hurling. They're still yeah. doing well. Those are two pitchers that I know for a fact have prioritized their strength training and their arm and just using their whole body to get stronger. Oh, yeah. Because one but of the again, best – You're talking about are, elites. Yeah. You're talking about elites there. I'm talking mm-hmm. about two men that have reached the top level of the major leagues and have prioritized their strength training. Mm-hmm. Yes. It has been proven to hit – if you hit certain metrics by several – so I'm a personal trainer for, and a strength coach for anyone that has been listening. And the people that I follow and look personal up client. and read about – Yes, mm-hmm. Peter is one of formerly. If you can see him now, he's former. I'm kidding. Love you, buddy. <laughs> you, I- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, joking aside. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> because I know I would not be surprised if Kluber went to New York to because Eric Cressy, who runs Cressy Sports Performance up here, uh, is overseeing the strength conditioning of the New York Yankees. When Cressy, uh, not Cressy, when Kluber and Scherzer won their Cy Youngs, they were both simultaneously training with Cressy. Oh, wow. Both of them. Yeah. That same cool. year. And now it's, it's all, another like PT doctor that I follow has specific metrics to follow and to meet to decrease the chances of a UCL uh, ligament injury, which mm-hmm. is what is needed for Tommy John. Tommy John. It's yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. You have to uh, double weight, uh, chin up with like half your body weight. A reverse lunge, two times your body weight, deadlift, <laughs> three times, shit like this. Uh, plus also have a certain weight to uh, weight to height ratio in order to be able to have the forces that you put on your arm to be able to be okay for the ligament. Yeah. Therefore, all the force gets put through the whole body and put onto the torso rather than just the arm and the elbow. And these kids coming into the league, this is still relatively new. You're still having yeah. these kids have coaches where they tell them to run poles, yeah. which yo, is fucking yo. stupid. You hear, all, you hear all that shit Tommy was talking? You don't think kids ain't this day ain't hearing that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one's, <laughs> yeah. no one's listening to Someone called me up. I'm going to go to the major leagues. I'm going to do everything I can to throw yeah. the ball as hard as I I'm can. Ta- and yeah, I know. I'm going to make like, I'm gonna make a million dollars. I wasn't even done yet either. Coaches no, I know, no, 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 no. Polls. Everything else. It's an, go ahead. I'm in agreement with Tommy. All that stuff is oh, definitely okay. necessary, right? But yeah. like, he's more just saying, he's more saying these kids are taking this opportunity. They're getting... Greg Maddox once said, velocity gets you in the league. 
Control and movement mm-hmm. keeps you in the loop. Right. Right. So and they are not doing the second part. Sorry, I, so I shouldn't say kids. It's also the coaches not really no, understood. No, you're right. D- yeah. Tommy John, a Tommy John surgery, the time off time is, is like saying I'm taking a year off between high school and college. Yeah, it's becoming. Yeah, that's all they do. They take a year. It's that common, and the maturity of the player before the year and after the year are markedly different, and it's very. Teams almost want it to happen to some of these pitchers. Yeah, they want they. They're they're fine seeing it on someone as long as it was done properly and they had a, a proper rehab. Yeah. Afterwards, bro, you have a great arm, dude. You have a phenomenal arm. You have a great arm. Hopefully, something happens so we can make it bionic. Exactly. Exactly. Like so, Shohei, so I know. I know. I started uh, Jake with, a rant, the with the rant about how how crazy the the sport has become, and then we went into how fast all the pitchers are throwing. But another thing is that there's there's a true outlier in all of this that is materializing this year, and that is this guy named Cesar Valdez, who is the the quote unquote closer. For the Orioles and throws 86 miles an hour and has eight saves. That's awesome. In this day and age, it's oh my impossible. God. Eight he, saves. He does not throw. He does not throw above 87 miles an hour. He's like the relief pitcher in Major League Two. It's so it's, the Orioles. So hold on, you're saying he is. He has eight saves, and the Orioles have how many games? He has. He has. They have. Out of how many? Seventeen. They have seventeen wins, and eight are his saves. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost fifty percent. Hold on to him. <laughs> and he throws eighty-seven miles an hour. The best. Thing, the honest. The best thing about the best thing to happen to the Orioles this year has Buol. It's been that guy now, and Chris Davis now being out for the season. Yeah. So, like, that's the best that's two the things best. that could. That's happen. the best that's thing the best to happen thing. to any team ever is Chris Davis being out of this. That's the best thing for baseball. Yeah, I, is that good. the worst contract we can think of? Because it to it's, me, it's yeah. the worst. No, contract. Jacoby Ellsbury. You think Ellsbury was worse? Well, just because it's a Yankee. Yes. Just because he's a Yankee fan. No, I know. No. But, but it was for for, for Jacoby for didn't dollars, warrant that money. Was awarded and and then I what know. the production was on it. I'm pretty El- sure El- Chris Davis Ellsbury's is contract. Ellsbury's contract is like second to Bonilla. That was that's one of the worst. Contracts. Chris Davis's contract was at least somewhat warranted because yeah, yeah. of his home run numbers. Yeah. Being able to carry that team, they were making yeah. the playoffs at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Jacoby yeah. Ellsbury did not deserve the money. No, they were just trying to get a second Johnny Damon. That's yeah, all yeah. the Yankees were doing. And in he hindsight, was a the perfectly bo- fine player. Yeah. And in <laughs> hindsight, the Bonilla contract made sense. In hindsight, I mean, yeah, uh, no, that, in that hindsight, sense. it didn't make sense. Mm. Yeah, I take that back. In hindsight, it didn't make sense. But in the time when it was made, it was it made the smart, it, it, it was the agent, smart it, in, the, in the moment. It made sense. Hall of Fame. That it was it was, the, it was the, the Hall of Fame. It was the moment. It was a good a contract for the Mets at the time. It was a good contract for Bonilla. It was just a good in the, in the moment. It was a good time. Moment. It yes, is. Chris then, Davis, uh, in that very it? moment, at least made sense. Jacoby Ellsbury, even when the Yankees signed him, everyone yeah. said they overpaid. Can I say that there that like whoever I think it was Foxy that said like his agent should be in the Hall of Fame? Like yeah. there was remember that time where like Rosenhaus and yeah. the other one who Rosenhaus. Yeah, there you go. Those guys were like, the shit. They were immortalized on Entourage and shit like that. Like yeah. those. I fucking yeah. hate those guys. They've, ru- they've ruined so I fucking hate them. That era of like the super agent, <laughs> the superstar definitely agent, yeah. gets Bobby Bonilla paid until I fucking die, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Until Tatis's contract is done. 
Let's put that in perspective. Dude, he's probably he's probably gonna get paid three million dollars until he's fucking one hundred and forty-seven years old. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I feel uh, the reason like that also really <laughs> fucked them up. The Bonilla contract was uh, who was the dude that did the pyramid scheme? I forgot his name. He just died. Madoff. Madoff. Yeah, Bernie Madoff. Yeah. He also screwed the Mets over, and that also didn't really help this whole fucking contract situation. <laughs> I love Mets. I love the Mets. They're it's just anyway. such a, they're such a uh, clown. You don't love them. You're saying that like, yeah. oh, the Mets are so cute. I love the Mets. Oh, bless their I heart. Do, uh, I also love the tangents we've been going on for this one. I, I love how this whole conversation has progressed, and I do not want it to stop. It's fucking great. Arms, strength training, <sighs> no-nos, the change of the baseball. This is just talking making about fun old of Matt, school. Making fun of Matt for not seeing Sandlot. Oh, I, yeah, take that was no that. I take pride in that at this point. You really shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Like, you, like, you, like you really shouldn't. That's like being... Your opinion on baseball movies is null and void until you watch it. That's like that's like having pride you're allergic to peanuts. <laughs> I'd love oh, peanuts. Can, can I focus this for... It sounds like we're probably yeah. going to come into a landing pretty soon. Yeah. But there's... Eh. Been, Oh, that's fine. We keep it going forever. Again, this is the seven-hour episode. Yeah. We haven't recorded in like a month. Again, yeah. again. Also, again, me, we just have to talk about prospects. That's the only thing we had on the schedule. Well, what was the point? Fair enough. Let me let me just mention again. It's my podcast. But anyways, um, <laughs> we'll be on it once in a while. I'm on it right now. Uh, no discussion of the tightness in this AL East, guys. I'm not watching baseball. Oh, we already did that way in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you missed. Yeah, you missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, yeah, you we jumped were... in late of your own what, podcast. What you jumped the, in late on your own. What was podcast. the what was the consensus? Are the Red Sox going to hold on? No, no. Oh, we didn't get that far. We didn't, no, we, didn't. we didn't. We we were we were revisiting our predictions, which all of us had the Yankees. No. Uh, and then yeah, yeah. because of that, we were addressing the ridiculousness that is the AL East. Every the top four separated by two games, right? Yeah. And, it, and it's also like May. It really doesn't make much also, sense to also yeah. Toronto playing in Dunedin. That place is like the 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 it is the face of the moon. It is the surface of the moon. <laughs> Balls fly out of there. Yeah, it's, it, it's a different place to well, play. It's like playing well, June first. They go up to bu- June first. They go up to Buffalo, Buffalo. so that'll yeah. be gone yeah. soon. Let me then let me having missed that part. Was there discussion other than the Mets uh, being a joking teddy bear? They like to hug and cuddle, even though they're terrible. And but they're leading and the currently they're leading, leading yeah. and currently uh, leading the division. I know. Um, will that hold on? Do you guys think that'll hold on, or are my Phillies potentially emerge from that car wreck? No, well, and think no. It's either or. You think it's one of those? It's 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 an either or. There, I like it. We're not <laughs> even talking about the Braves. The Braves need a pitcher. That's for damn sure. The Braves need pitching. Soroka's not pitching this year. We no, no, Soroka's not pitching this year, and it's pissing me off. No me team too. under 500 deserves mention at any time. During- <laughs> Sorry, they're not. They're they not. have Ronald Acuna and Freddie Freeman. Yes, they deserve mention. And yeah. and Ronald Acuna is number two in the league in home runs, and Freddie Freeman is number three. You know, the, you know, you know, the Bulls had two good players on their teams before they won six championships. They had to get a team first. Okay. So having Freddie Freeman and Acuna is great. The they Braves deserve all the attention. Still 20. The, Braves the Braves have a team. You should be the best team in that division, and you're not. It's that the is, that, that's the, the two, point that you should have been making this whole time. Yeah. The yeah. two ahead of you are one. The one right ahead of you is the losingest team in the history of the sport, and the the, the next team that's leading the division is yes, the Phillies. Really? The Phillies have the most professional sports losses of any American sports team. That's outstanding. 
I did oh. not know that. Camille, you just dropped Whoa, and whoa. Then, and, then, and then somehow, the team beating them, the Mets, are even bigger losers. Well, yes. That we know. So, so, yeah. so then the Although, that... The, the, let's let's be let's be clear the age of mets has shifted in this year we are at the turning we're at the precipice because of new ownership for the first time in a generation ever yeah yeah and i think this this ownership is going to do a good job it does uh, they do have the best player in baseball uh not the most exciting but uh, the i i'd say just up there with shohei as a must watch in, in degrom and so then uh, we're saying so we're saying that division's a crapshoot it's it's it is a toss-up okay. at this point six weeks into the six month long season yeah it's a crapshoot uh if the braves can get an arm if they can trade for one if someone develops the braves are that's all they need uh, that's because i can't watch the red sox all i've been watching is the braves that is um, all they need they have oh, they have the off offensive weapons out the asshole. Azuna hasn't really been hitting. He's barely hitting over two hundred, and I think he's one of those ones that need to learn how to hit. Uh, Albies is a solid player. Yeah. Uh, Dansby's coming into his own, I think as well as Austin really Riley. Did Dansby's can Dansby can be really really good. He could be Corey Seager good. Let me oh, yeah. let me let me say something real quick before I just listen for the rest because I still got some shit to do, but. You got four teams still in it in the AL East. You got two sort of in the AL Central. You got three teams deep in the AL West. And then you go to the NL East. You got four teams deep there. That whole that whole division, four and a half games down to the bottom. You got four games for the top three in the Central. You got two and a half games in the NL West. This is going to be hopefully, and if it's not, I'll be real upset. But this might be the most fireworky trade deadline we've seen. In baseball, so. in years, you would yes and no. Being thrown, the biggest you name being bandied hope. about right now is, is is Max Scherzer. I'm saying you would hope, really, exactly because because the Nats aren't good. Yeah, because the Nats aren't good. Yeah, would the Nat? Do you think the Nats would train with trade within division? No, no, I don't think no. they would. I do not think they would trade. No, with no, the Braves are not going to no. get Scherzer. Yeah. No, yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. that and see by, that by, that's going to be a conversation then, for July. And by then, um, by trade deadline time, isn't Syndergaard back? We don't know. So, so we're there. So I know. I know. Sale was on a similar recovery 60, path 60. to and, uh, Tommy John. Yeah, both of them were around the same time. But I know Sale has started throwing uh, at 120 feet. Uh, I believe he started off the mound now. So I'm pretty sure Syndergaard is probably somewhere around there. But that means that puts him on pace for like a J July ish. Dude, I mean, those two guys um, both needed on two teams that are leading their divisions by a fingernail. Yeah, you're forgetting that, Luis Severino. Yeah, I I wouldn't. And he's on the exact that. same track. He's yeah. Guess well, you can. For, forgetting is a strong term. He's <laughs> coming back. Yeah, you guys just omitted him. I'm bringing his name back. That guy was dominant. Yeah, and it, it's like it gets right back into the Tommy John conversation. Like it's just yeah, well, yeah Tommy John. It's it's it's, yeah. it's a rite of passage at this it's point. It's a gap year. Well, granted, they all they all Severino should have gotten the Tommy John in 2019. Yeah, and sales and mechanics are not fucking, And sales mechanics are dumb. I'm surprised he hasn't have him. I'm surprised he hasn't had the surgery before. Who Sevy? Sale. Sale. Oh yeah, no, th that, pff, everyone saw that coming. Yeah, yeah his that, mechanics that was, just don't make was, sense. That was as predictable as possible. Yeah, no, like, like literally, yeah. it was 
everything was he's great until he gets Tommy John. That's everyone's prediction. That was everyone's he's, prediction about him coming he's up. He's six five, like one hundred and eighty five pounds. He's a he's a, yeah. a twig. You yeah, can see a, his ribs through his jersey. <laughs> If the wind blows right, you can see his ribs through his jersey. That should not happen on a grown man. Where he's not ninety-seven miles an hour, of course not. Yeah, no, he's that. That's why, and also he's he's as tall as Randy Johnson with worse mechanics. Yeah, no, but no body. Johnson at least had solid mechanics. We don't, we don't body shame people on this podcast. I will oh, yeah, absolutely sorry, no, I can do that. I was I was merely bringing it up. No, I will body shame. Impressive what he can do. I will, I will. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> no. So, That's fucking yeah. disgusting. I should not be seeing a grown man's ribs. Yeah. So Thomas, uh, where, where, what, what, what was what was queued up for next? Uh, it was me. Well, it was, honestly, it was us now going into what we can see coming up into the season. Because one thing I have liked a lot is seeing these the new prospects come up. That kid in Seattle is. I've from what I've heard. Like, Calvin yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the hype is going to be hitting it, but I'm hearing shit like this kid's going to be the next coming of Griffey. Like, how good is it? No, That's only because he's in Seattle. That's only because yeah. he's in Seattle. And, and because, no, and because I'm aware was, of that. The, the thing is, is that is that that's an apt comp because of of another player that was in Seattle that was also super hyped. Dude, and if this he was kid in more City, that, that was like, the next coming of Mike Mustakis. It's just it's a, that's a locational based comparison. It's got to be no, right. I don't I'm, know who we're talking about. I know. We're I'm, about Jared I, I'm aware of that. But I was yeah, just but like, at the same time, Mike Mustakis. Yeah. He Jared Kelnick is a five tool guy. He's he's one of the rare white five tool guys. I will say. Usually you got to be fast, and, and uh, fast. that has not Fair. been the, the the average white guy uh, in the MLB. Yeah. When I was last night, Trout, Trout, Trout. Yep. Yeah. and Trout wasn't even a five tool when Billy he came. Out. He had to, he had to black, develop right? that arm. Billy Hamilton is black. Well, yeah. Yeah. Smith is black. Yeah. Lou Brock is black. Yeah. Yep. 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 All them. You're okay. right there. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. I know who the black guys are. I know you do. Uh, but no, I, so so Kelnick, the, another amazing, uh, the Mariners. I, I I brought this up before, but the Mariners have some some really good prospects. I love their system. Their system is great. They've got Julio Rodriguez, who is only in High A, but people are talking about him on an accelerated path. I could see him by by the end of this year, in Double A AA or Triple A with a, and and be the Kelnick of next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. He he's got it, for for everyone that likes Kelnick's bat, which is amazing. It is a blistering bat that's both for average and power. Uh, the the kid is good. He Rodriguez has I think a better bat. Really? Yeah, I believe I'm so. Gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and write his name down so I know whose prospects cards to pick up. Camille, you listening? Okay. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez. Yes. Yeah. So and I've, then, uh, then I've, another. Another guy who who I think will be up, uh, not just this year, but uh, I'm I'm anticipating by, at this point by the All Star break. I was hoping by now, but where he's not up by now, I'm thinking the All Star break is a man uh, you may have heard of him named Wander Franco. Oh, uh, never heard of him. Up by the All Star break, you really think they're gonna fast forward? He just was drafted like what two years ago? Uh, no, he he was an international sign. So uh, so it was. I think he's been in the system yeah. for a while because they do those guys at like 16. But he's young. He's just say, young. isn't he like 19, something like that? 20? Yes, yeah. but he 
Juan Soto came up at 19. Exactly. Acuna came That's up a fair at 19 point. or 20. Like, no, yeah. Wander Franco is supposed yeah. to be, like, stupid good. Remember, though, He's guys, just, be because, just because it's happening a lot right now doesn't mean it's a formula for success. we got two guys right now who came up at 19 are fairly good players. But, but I mean, I know there's tons of buzz around Wander, around Wander but, yeah. You know, no, yeah, take that who knows? Salt. Who knows what? Like, Jerson Pro, Jerson Pro, Profile was like, honestly, the the most hype prospect I can think of in the last ten years, and he, <laughs> and he fucking sucked. Dude, yes, him. Uh, I'm trying to equate him to an NBA guy whose name I forget right now. I think it's uh, Sebastian Telfair. Oh, Bassy, yeah, like, yeah, very like, young. Oh God, these guys are all the helium on the blah. planet. Like, they were you. They were the untouchable prospects in the game. You could not. You could have offered them Mike Trout, and they'd say no because th- that's like the type of yeah this was. And and he is now seven years in the league, and he's a utility backup or maybe a first baseman. He's a backup at best. Yo, let me um, again say, let me ask a question and then take off and then still talk. Um, we talked earlier in the chat about uh, Pedro Gomez's son Rio. Um, he's yes. at the, he's at the Sea Dogs right now. I don't know if you guys know anything about him. Foxy, I would ask you first how no, I, and, and I missed that part of the chat. I didn't even see that. I, I this is the first I'm hearing about it. Tell me. Oh yeah, so he we, got uh, he got promoted up to Double A. Yeah, he's in I Portland. Guess, uh, yeah, and Alex Cora mm-hmm. is a family friend, like a very family friend. So it was just kind of like like good for this kid for getting promoted. Didn't, his, didn't Pedro Gomez just Alex, die? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the heartwarming oh. part behind that, it. That's yeah, oh. and uh, so now Alex Cora, who's been a family friend for this kid his entire life. Could be the one to hand him the ball in his first major league start. That's whenever amazing. that day comes. That's really cool. Unfortunately, yeah. he's not that good. Oh, and yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. I love his father. Make but it. He doesn't look like he's gonna pan out. Oh well. So well, yeah, he, have, he just got some eyes like, on him. So that's hey, three three appearances this year, four point seven ERA in seven innings. All right. That's only three. I mean, that's only three appearances. What's a yeah, come those, no? But like as a whole, who's, who's, he's who's, not supposed to be that. Good. Who's to say that's not a two inning start, a three inning start, and a two inning start? No, oh, come on. <laughs> Anytime you say who's to say, you got to say it like a Jew. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> because no one can see. Thanks, exactly Matt Fox. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to stop you there. <laughs> but no, they like it, he's. It, it's really sad to say it like this, but his clout is that he's Pedro Gomez's son. Oh that's no, absolutely! Like that's why yeah. that's why a Ripken's kid is somewhere in the Baltimore system right now. I don't know if he's any good. No, he's not. Exactly. That's why he was drafted by Baltimore because he's Ripken's kid. I can't so wait to see Al Leiter's son get about, drafted. I was that's going to be fun. About to go there. Jack, so he's not even a prospect yet because he has Jack Leiter is already going. First overall to whatever team can yeah. draft first overall. Yeah, that, that, that's gonna be that's gonna be a whole nother conversation because that kid's a draft been, special. Vanderbilt that kid's Vanderbilt been, has two has Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker and they're either gonna they're they're gonna go they're one gonna go one two one, they're one, gonna go one, one two, two. Yeah. yeah like it, oh, yeah. the fact that we're talking about a baseball draft baseball drafts don't get talked about. I know we're gonna have a whole episode on it, Peter. Don't worry. Kumar, we're gonna Kumar have a whole episode. John the baseball draft is the reason why I'm not worried so. about. I'm not sure though. Okay, some because some tells me that John Rocker would not have a kid named Kumar. Oh yeah, no, John Rocker's white and Kumar is not. 
<laughs> wow, well, that's that's yeah. breaking news here on the phone. But that was so, that was not me making assumptions. That was me in my head looking at the pictures that I know of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say so, no, that, that assumption would be we'll, massively correct. One, well, guess one who thing, you are based off your name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got so is Lou, Lou Rocker. Lou Rocker. All right. That's a great. That's name. a white name right so there. Who? What other? <laughs> so so coming on to like triple A prospects. Guys that not that great. <laughs> Is there any, do you have another guy? So based off just performances, so injuries that we see coming up are like in the angels. Do you think Joe Adele is going to be able to come up into the majors at all this year? Bobby Witt, just on Dominguez. How I would are they, love, like, do you I would, think any oh, of them man, are going to be coming up? Joe Adele's coming up this year. Joe Adele will be up coming. this year. He's, uh, he, he lost his rookie eligibility last year. So he's, I mean, he's coming up. He just is getting, I think they, they want to work him out a little more right now at AAA. Mm-hmm. I don't but think they wouldn't have they him. wouldn't have gotten rid of pool holes if Joe Adele wasn't wasn't covering up. Correct. Like, that made it that was the whole Joe Adele's coming. Like they even said it like oh. after it happened, Joe Madden said it. They're like, yeah, someone really like like yeah. it's, he's coming up. Tommy, yeah, but, I can I can answer this question while uh, doing a throwback, a callback to the earlier question and say an injury that has derailed the team was Kebrian Hayes. And he should be coming back soon. Oh, oh on the no, 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 no! He's That's on the sixty-day IL, so it's wait. He's on sixty now. Is sixty? Yeah, he's been on the sixty for a while. I did. I missed gonna, that. Then I missed. I, I have, have him in fantasy. Hurt. I have him in fantasy. I have all the Cabrian Hayes updates. Gotcha. It's at least mid-June. Oh. It's Cabrian Hayes. No, it's literally how teams handle these kids now. Yeah, they get injured. Boom. They IL them instantly, yeah. and they. Because they don't want to. When you have a Cabrian Hayes, when you have a Wander Franco, I mean, when they get hurt, they aisle them instantly. And if it's two months, they're okay with it because they know they're going to get years out of him. They're not giving away Cabrian Hayes. He's not going to get traded away. Yeah. They're okay with putting him on the 60 day IL to make sure the next five years are good. Yeah. So, yeah, he's on the 60. He's not going to be back till at least mid June. And even then, I mean, dude, they're just going to ride it till July. They're just going to ride it till July. Yeah. Well, Tommy, uh, on the Twins, they've got Alex Kirilov. He's he's the top 20 prospect who who uh, started out, made the made the team out of camp and then uh, I think got his first home run or two before getting injured. And I think he's uh, set to come back this weekend. Kirilov. Yeah, that's fantastic. Have another fantasy team. We, we might once a month. We might need to just have like a prospect at podcast. Oh, just Logan like a, Gilbert's up. Yeah, I mean, all these guys. I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. One, uh, one. Uh, he's not technically a prospect anymore, but I love that he's starting to swing the bat better. Is Gavin Lux out in Los Angeles yeah. with Seager out? I'm so happy that dude is starting to step up, and it's not because I have a shit ton of his cards. <laughs> I'm just really yes, happy. Yes, it is. It's part of it. But like most I'm of just—it's it. fun watching I was about that. To say, kid. Tommy, Tommy went heavy on Lux when we first started mm-hmm. the card thing. He I, went real uh, on yeah. Lux. Uh, my get my Lux collection rivals my T Higgins. Well, so, with Lux, I was getting nervous that he was just going to become a defensive specialist because he's really good on defense. Mm. Uh, but but thankfully this year he started to at least produce uh, and and well, showing some showing some good signs of life. Yeah, I think well, they're also they're the Dodgers not bringing back T Hernandez helped that too. Yeah, that that yeah. opened the spot. So, and I honestly think he's going to be have him now 
he's playing better now that Seager's out. Now he's playing shortstop instead of second base. Yeah. And well, I think I've, shortstop's his natural position. Right. And I really like the uh, Lux is going to be the dude to play shortstop. Yep. Seager leaving this year. This is his contract here. <laughs> and the Yankees are going to sign Seager. Uh, I highly doubt it. Quick, quick. It's idea. literally everything. No, it's literally what they're putting in place. They're signing right. Seager. Fine. Yeah. They, they Trevor Story to... says he wants to sign there, but the Yankees want that left handed bat. The left handed bat you think, always wait, shows so you the right handed bat. You think, yeah, I, I missed the beginning of that because I was looking at the, the DeGrom update on my phone. Uh, well, wait, hold Yang's... on. That's more important. Hold on. That's more important. What... He did his rehab start, hit 102. Good. Yeah. Wow. That doesn't shock yeah. me because his average fastball speed is a hundred. <laughs> but but just to hear that after after a, a a scary like eight days of wondering, I like hearing that. Yeah, it's he probably gets more run support down there too. <laughs> I'll still trade you. I'll still trade you Garrett Cole for Jacob Degrom, Matt. All I know. I'm saying. I know. I know. No, okay. And a shiny and a shiny five dollar bill. <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, but early, yes, where were we? Season picks. Before, well, so before we wrap it up, because we're honestly pushing, we're pushing two, uh, two hours. Hour oh, we're well past an hour and a half already. Yeah, oh, yeah we're well past. Uh, it's so, a seven-hour episode. Let's figure. <laughs> well, we want to do this once a week. We'll figure this out. Uh, who do you have now? Well, like, who are your MVP choices now that we've kind of understood? Like, who who do you see leading the charge rather than picking? Well, MVP is MVP? fun now in the AL. MVP is fun in the AL because mm-hmm. Mike yeah. Trout's going to be out for six to eight weeks. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think that takes him out of the race, even if he still ends up being the best OB, OPS and OBP and ratio, average hitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The ratio his the home runs will right. not. Exactly. His home runs and RBIs will not be high enough. So now yeah. it becomes fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know going, how you don't give it a Shohei at this point. I mean, as long as he as long as he continues to do what he's doing, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's got to keep up the. But if he if he yeah. gets to like a hundred and if he gets to a hundred, say even a hundred innings, no, he'd have to go a couple more. That reminds me, I have a question about Shohei when you're done. Guys, you're looking you're looking at a year where it's very possible that the ML the MVP in both leagues will be a pitcher. Shohei yeah, Otani will not win the MVP off of his pitching, though. His right, it, it, it's because of that. To, it's because he's matter. leading. He's he's hitting two seventy five and he has fourteen home runs with a two seventy two seventy one ERA. Yeah. No, uh, two seventeen ERA, something like that. How many how many L's does he have as a pitcher? Oh, how many how much run support is he getting? You can't do that with Degrom. No, no, no. Win loss does win loss doesn't matter for a pitcher anymore. Win loss does not matter for a pitcher anymore. Degrom won. Degrom won with the number. No, but I think I think Camille was saying Degrom won going ten and eleven. Yeah, Degrom won going ten and eleven. Yeah, so the L's don't matter. Well, Hernandez. the wins don't matter. Degrom's it's Degrom's MVP in the NL to lose. So we. Oh no, Degrom's winning the MVP in the in the NL at this point. Yeah, at this point, I'd say I'd say at this point. With where Degrom still is not back until he's on the mound, I'm saying Acuna's. It's Acuna's. Story. Acuna's missing games too, though, man. I mean, I know. I mean, every, it's baseball. Every, they they're all gonna miss games. Wait, wait, and he's an everyday player yeah. as well. And they're right. oh, but also that team is below 500. And yeah. the Mets. It's tough. Doesn't doesn't stop people that voted for Trout. So here we, we 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 jumped we jumped leagues quickly. I I wanted to say I think honestly. With the Red Sox offense as it is, I I, I know there's going to be some regression, but I think uh, Devers, I think Devers has, really? has the outside shot. Fox, Fox, 
Wow. Fox, you Please come on. Sh- you, hold up. Show, hold Fox. on. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to show on. your work. Fox, show your you work. Come, you come on my podcast and you drop that Homer ass pick for MVP. There's 0% chance <laughs> that Rafael Devers is winning an MVP hold this year. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah no, he's not winning. Wait, wait his peripherals no are at the top of the league right now. His peripherals are at the top of the league. First of all, he wouldn't. Debbie's not winning MVP. He's not the leading MVP candidate on his own team. It would be Bogarts if it was anyone on that team. Oh my God, he just ripped you apart right there. I'm I'm still standing by it. Look at his underlying numbers. He's going to be the he's going to be the one that's the least likely to regress. Of those can, regression doesn't matter, man. It's a one-year race. You're, you're you could file J- year. You could file JD it's, in there too, and he would. It's a, there was file JD in there. Planted as the third place MVP choice on his own. I team. disagree, Camille. I you think disagree. that Bogarts should, so, Foxy, should not, should not be an MVP candidate over the, MVP <laughs> the, I think Bogarts <laughs> is the MVP of the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah I think Camille. Show his work. Has the has the outside chance to be MVP of the league? Yes, one hundred percent. Out of I your stand by Jewish that. tits, my friend. It, I, just, I appreciate like, Foxy. <laughs> Foxy. Yeah. Foxy, I'm giving uh, Foxy. I'm going to give you a chance. Show your work. Why? Uh, his his bat to balls uh, numbers are higher than are in the top five of the league. His his hard hit ratios in the top five of the league. He's in the top five right now of the home run race. So he is the the counting stats will be there. Uh, I think he has the best. Uh, natural i think jd has the skill and the work ethic but has the uh opportunity to regress within a year more than devers does where they're both off to hot starts i think devers is the one to continue it that's only addressing the red sox side because camille brought that up i think the other points go to why he would be an outside chance where both buxton and trout are out in consideration for the MVP. Okay. Um, it's wrong. still going to be so, and you did say you're outside shot. I will give you credit. You, he said outside shot. I'm going to give, I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. It's not like he said he's going to be running up there with Shohei. No, I, I think Shohei's but, the MVP. I said that. Yeah, yeah, you did. You just said he has an outside shot to kind of be in it. You know, like the, the only, Oscar movie where you're only, like, what the fuck are you? It's like when Johnny, uh, Robert Downey Jr. got nominated for an Oscar for a fucking Tropic Thunder. It was kind of, it's kind of like that. <laughs> the only, the only meaningful stat. That hey, Devers Trevor Larnark just hit his home run, first home run. The only meaningful stat that Devers beats Bogarts in Johnny Black. is home runs and height. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> Camille can't even, can't even do it. I love it. What the fuck? That's funny. That's funny. But, All right. Anyway. All right. Fun guess right now. It's home runs. It's, it's, it's home runs and RBIs. That's it. Yeah. Bogart okay. Has a better OPS, better slugging, better OBP. Oh yeah. No. Uh, counting average. stats for ratios. Less stats. strikeouts. Uh, caught said. stealing zero times. Devers been caught stealing three times. Well, Devers is not less home runs. Fine. Devers is five hits the forty-two hits. Devers is not a runner. He's not a runner. Doesn't he hits the ball really far? Yeah. Fine. And then trots. Yeah. Not far enough to be a, the MV, the leading outside MVP candidate on his own team. Yeah, and, tr- and trots right to Brian's. Well, wait a second, Camille. You'll you'll agree with me that they're going to be the MVP of the team, which is different than the MVP of the league. And someone can be the MVP of the league and not be the most important player on their own team. Correct. I guess, but only because you said it confusingly. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so in, in this, in this, I got what you said there, Fox. I got. Yeah, exactly I, I, I picked up what you were putting down, Peter. What were you going to say? 
I just I'm I'm looking up different stats right now, and this one just kind of shocked me a little bit. Uh, yeah. In the American League, the top hitters in WAR right now are Byron Buxton, Isaiah Kiner, Falefa, Xander Book, Xander, what? Xander, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Xander, Xander, yeah. Jose, but like the fact that at WAR, which is a cumulative stat, you have yeah. Buxton and then Kiner Falefa as one and two as yeah. hitters. That kid, he's been on scared. fire. He's hitting two eighty one with like nine home runs. Yeah, Buxton's did, been out yeah. for two weeks. Yeah, Buxton's been out for a while, and he's, he's at two eight. Yeah. Kiner Falefa's at two four. I like and Buxton. Trout I like just went out. And Trout like just it. went out, so you'd think the Trout's at two point one. Trout's at yeah. two point one, but he well, still so, has the best OPS. Hey, what's Shohei, at what's Shohei War at? Which Shohei's is? War is what, which position? No, well, I'm looking at hitting only. Yeah. Oh, uh, where was it? I saw it. Hold on. Yeah. Then we can wrap it up after this. Well, I'm excited for. Uh, oh, Shohei Otani's at a one point five as the hitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, guys, this I, I, it, a has been, it has been far too long. Us not talking about baseball. Mm. Seven hour episode. Yeah, far too long. We gotta make moves about that. Peter, the fact that you just don't have anything to do in your life that you want to record a seven hour episode is it's depressing. And now it's been recorded and now it's gonna be published for the world to hear. And I feel bad. Don't care. I love baseball. I could talk about it forever. <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't mad like, about it. That's why I pay you and Foxy and Tommy the zero dollars to talk about baseball. I was just saying, wait, we get paid? Uh, Where was this? <laughs> uh, I'll buy you a drink when I'm in New York in a few weeks. There um, we go. Peter, things are opening. you got to come back to Boston, too. Yeah, true. Things are open in New York now. Yeah. Let me throw some worldwide leader dust on this and uh, ask each of you for a, uh, I guess they would call it a bold prediction, but uh, I already did take. my Throw hot, what was your hot take, Fox? I already did my bold prediction. What was Jeffers it? winning MVP? Is that a prediction? <laughs> no, but like, no, 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 but like, no, 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 but like, but like a real one though. Okay, so bold prediction. Uh, <laughs> That's what we were just talking about. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> what? Long, never mind. Longo has one. It looks like. No, I'm, I'm thinking of a good. So you, you what, what do you, when you mean a hot take? You mean are you talking anything in general, player specific, anything. team specific? Anything. How about how about within the next month? Sure. Within the next month. Or something within the something next month. Before, then, then how about our final? Make it easier on you before the All Star break. Yeah. Before, okay, that's much easier. My hot take for before the All Star break is we will have a pitcher with a sub one ERA at the All Star break, which is in unheard it's of. Just Jacob the Grump, but that's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So shocker. Um, no, that, he'll have to sustain that, which is tough. My hot take is that Shohei Otani will be the first player to start uh, an All Star game as a hitter and a pitcher. I like it, Camille. I can't hear Longo. I thought he was talking. Is he not? Okay, I'm on my no. phone, so I don't have gallery mode. No, that's fine. Um, I don't know if this is a hot take, but. In the card game, you see a lot of you know people buying X card and Y card, and a lot of you know certain players are like oh shit, this guy's gonna be good, this guy's gonna be good, this guy's gonna be good. And this might be tinging this opinion for me, but I'm really disappointed in Alec Bohm. Oh yeah, I'm very disappointed in him. I mean, I can see that he's. I think he's he's he's, a, he's, he's fine. He's so. Fine. 
So you think he's gonna like crash and burn? He's just gonna start race. He hasn't yet, and he, I, I'm. Uh, hey man, you know what? Mickey Morandini was a perfectly great 252 <laughs> hitter for the Phillies for fucking 10 years. And I think that uh, we might be overhyping this prospect a little bit. That Just because you need something. The team's stacked enough. We've got two great pitchers, but yeah. potentially a third. We've got, um, you know, Hoskins, however I feel about him is irrelevant. But, and obviously we have Bryce Harper and McCutcheon hit a laser out today. So, you know, he's trying to recapture some of his older magic. And I really like him as a, as a player and the first baseball card I ever had in this um, inclination new, of new buying age. baseball cards was that card. Thanks to Tommy. Yeah. Um, welcome, baby. I'm a big Phillies guy, but I like the Alec Bohm hype. And I guarantee you, if we were listening to sports talk radio in Philadelphia, they'd be like, who's this fucking Bohm kid? Yeah, no. So <laughs> the, uh, you guys were, were talking about Mountcastle earlier on the Orioles. The two of them came up through the ranks essentially uh, together. I mean, not together, but around the same time as each other and were evenly hyped as uh, for their bats. And I actually think Bohm was hyped a, li- a little more. And look at what's happening now in the, in the majors. Mountcastle is, you know, blossoming into a star and, uh, and Bohm is sort of middling. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. That that, but also the, I would I will resurrect what I said earlier, but mostly out of the hope that it happens. But I want a real, real fireworky trade deadline because I think a lot of oh, it's going to be. Of, I think a lot of teams think that they are better than they are, and then I think that a lot of teams are going to be like, you know what? If we go make a move for a piece, we might be able to scale that next step at least get a foot in the door because Trevor Story is moving, and not only that, if Gavin Lux plays well, so could Seager. But here's the thing about that. Here's the other side of that coin. There's not a lot, because everyone's so close, right, or thinks they're close enough, there's not a lot of these, like, lower teams that are like, yeah, we're fine with getting raided to whatever up for next year. Rebuilding, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if you, a lot of them, there's not a lot of sellers. There's a lot of buyers. There's, there's a lot of buyers, and a lot of farm systems are going to change. Yeah. Well, I and guess also, we I did, I did come up a with a lot of sellers. Yeah. I did come up it's with a good early. hot take. I did come up with a good hot take for the All-Star break. Go for it. The AL East stays exactly, not the same, but exactly as competitive as it is right now. Really? And you have about five, I'm going to put the over-under at four and a half, changes of first place. Think about this. The Red Sox and Yankees have not played a single game yet, and the Yankees are within a game and a half of Boston. It's amazing. Yep. So I'm thinking I put the over under four and a half of the first place lead changes in the AL East, and it stays just as competitive. A game and a half to two games between the four. I think the Blue Jays, Ryu is actually proving to be an ace. I don't think he is officially an ace, but he's proving it. Robbie Ray has come on good. The bats are just ridiculous. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is not overrated, but I don't think he's whatever. He's not a flash he in the pan. He's appropriately but rated at this point. He's appropriately rated right now. Bichette's good. Marcus Simeon has been good for them. So Tom I think Vigio's they're going to stay around. Great. The devil, the, the Tampa Bay Rays are weaseling their way in like they always do. Um, Yankees are going to be there. Red Sox, I think, found a good mix and are going to keep it going. I think they're going to be the whole division minus the Orioles will be one and a half to two games in and out of each other 
and you're going to have a lot of changes at first place. You're going to have a lot of changes. I I disagree, Yankees, but that's the, point of a hot, that's the point of a hot take. Yankees, Red Sox haven't played yet. That's one wild. series swings. Uh, one series swings that. Honestly, I think the lack of depth of the Red Sox is going to come bite them in the ass. I think this beginning, and then but, but, the Blue Jays, you're talking whatever stadium they're in, when they go back up to Buffalo, why, they're going to come back down to earth because the balls aren't going to be flying out of there anymore. That's why I said it as All Star break and not whole right. season. Right, exactly. Blue Jays will have a little bit of a transition period, but mm-hmm. I think the pitching still stays strong. Red Sox, like you said, the depth will come back to bite them in the ass, but that's over a long season. All-star break, yeah. it's May it's May 20th. You're talking two months. Two months. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm, two I'm, months. I feel Yan- the, the Yankees are soon. getting stronger right now, which is kind of terrifying because the, really they is. have the best pitching. They have the best pitching in the AL. I just read a stat. They have well, a three seven five team ERA. Well, want to wow. say something negative about your home team? Like, I oh, we strike out a fuck ton, and the offense is and the offense is not what it should be. The bottom's gonna right fall now. out of the Red Sox. What do you mean something negative? I just I said the bottom's gonna fall out. <laughs> he was talking to me. I only met Peter and Foxy. I didn't mean you, Tom. I changed. Uh, I. I, I I uh, picked the Yankees to fucking win the whole thing. So shut the fuck yeah, up. You picked the, yeah, you and picked I the Yankees have, to win the World Series. And I have Bobby Dahl back winning Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I, that's going to be Gavin Lux. Well, that's the well, NL. League. We're talking oh, yeah, AL. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Randy Rosarain is honestly going to win it just because of his name at this point, regardless of his year-end stats. Yeah. Eh, we'll see. It's going to be a Rosarena, and it's so annoying that it's going to be a Rosarena. Well, you never know. There could be one of the prospects Maddie just talked to there in our last segment. Could be coming up and then just set the world on fire. Who knows? But the Yankees, uh, Kristen, and for Kristen something Cassie negative, Camille, and for something negative, Camille, the Yankees' offense is wildly inconsistent. I know. I just picked up uh, Giancarlo Stanton, and he's already yeah. hurt, so that's fun. <laughs> yes, yeah. but when Giancarlo Stanton is on, he can – when Giancarlo Stanton is on, he can carry any team in the MLB on his back. Yeah. For the whole four literally, days. Literally carried them through the Astros series. They should not have won that series. Mm. Is he General Giancarlo, Soreness? Is he General Soreness or is that Judge? It's a, it's a healthy season. They're wearing yoga pants. It's going to be fine. They're too big for – they're physically too big for a, baseball. He is, he is the hockey guy. Yoga – Yoga pants. He's got an upper body injury. Yeah, it's fucking yoga pants. Yeah, yoga pants. Power of the yoga pants. I don't care. Yoga pants. Yoga pants don't gotta go up to your upper body. (laughs) (laughs) They do. If they do, you're wearing them wrong. (laughs) I don't care. It's Uh, it's a healthy season. As far as I'm concerned, based off the last two years of the Yankees, this is the healthiest the team's been. Mm. Fine, all right, but we gotta wrap this up. I will wrap it up. I found that ninety mile per hour formula for keep it safe in the LCUs. It's momentum potential, height in inches multiplied by yep. two point five. That is the minimum ideal body weight. My Deadlift. wife seems to enjoy my height in inches. Yes, it does. <laughs> I think that works for me still. Mm-hmm. Force put. I'm not even gonna touch that one. <laughs> Force production, deadlift. So force production, you deadlift 400 pounds for one rep. Barbell reverse lunge, your ideal body weight from step one on the bar for 10 reps per leg. Chin up 250. Chin up for 200. No, you can't. I trained you. No, you can't. Yes, chin, up, 
chin up 250 pounds for one rep with uh, one rep for body weight plus added weight and no. throw 300 feet long toss. Yo, before we no. go, before we go, you can do that. And then you should not, you significantly decrease your chance of a UCL injury needing Tommy John. 300 feet is a far fucking throw. But I mean, if you want to throw 90 plus miles an hour, you need the mechanics to do that. On on the twins. Is he serious? Is that really his pitching motion? He's he just won. Yeah, he just saved him the game. It looked like you see his pitching motion. It's like he stands. He looks like a fucking flamingo for like forty five minutes, and then he kicks his leg like it twitches, <laughs> once, and then he throws the ball. Is that really his his shit? Hey, yeah, it works. How did he figure out that it works? That's my question. How did he like advance through ranks of my? Explain to me. Ch- explain to me, Chan Ho Park, and we'll all be fine. Dontrell Willis. We could, we could do that next week. We're up to two. Dontrell weeks. Willis is the greatest pitching motion of all time. It's the greatest. <laughs> it's the greatest one. Uh, just to He's just to end on just to end on day. an amazing baseball stat. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, looked up the exit velos for this year. Top two are uh, owned by one Shohei Otani, and that's um, uh, one nineteen. The yep. next closest is Acuna at one fifteen. That's oh amazing. my god. Fun, yo, Stan's hit, hit that this year. Wait a minute. Stan's hit. Oh, we're Stan's done, hit, Peter. No, we're Stan's done. Stan's hit 120. Stan, 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 you're right. Stan's hit fun, 120. Yeah, I was going to say, no, Stan's definitely top. Fun fact, <laughs> about, fun fact but about now those who's three players. Fun fact about those three players. They're all on my fantasy team. Oh, look at that. And ending, so, on, on uh, the fantasy ending team. with Camille, who wasn't even supposed to be in this episode, bragging about his fantasy team. But we'll let our fearless leader join. No. Yeah, we will. All right, and boy. he's he's definitely not fearless, but I mean, I've, oh, he, he's, he's very he's very much scared of his wife. I'm immense, immensely fearful, <laughs> just like in general. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love you guys. I love you. I love you too, man. Right, we are done. We'll see you next week, buddy. Roll the Adios. music. I'll hit the music later, boys. Later. Later. later.